Ah, you fool! You fell victim to one of the classic blunders. The most famous is never get involved in a land war in Asia, but only slightly less well-known is this. Never go in against a Sicilian when death is on the line. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Booms. What up? It feels new. <laughs> it's because like, it is new. It's like, you know, just unwrapped out of the box, new smell like, yeah. you know. Maybe it's because it's a holiday that feels yes, uh, yeah. happy feels 4th of July. I guess this back. will be dropped on, uh, it's actually 4th of July today, but this will drop on the, the 11th 6th. of July. No, the 6th, oh, okay. uh, because it drops in like two days. So it'll still be 4th of July weekend, because I think that's what people are doing, right? Do They're people just taking get... the whole damn weekend off? Nah, Do people know. must have to have tomorrow off. Yeah. The... I think it's just a four-day weekend for everybody. Um, U.S. alone, and I just remember because someone said these statistics, they drink a billion dollars in beer. <laughs> it's the biggest drinking holiday. That's they crazy. eat uh, 151 million hot dogs. Jesus. Five hundred and sixty-eight million dollars worth of wine. Wow! Wow, that's crazy. I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> I seen for one day. This for is one day. One yeah, goddamn that's day. insane, man. I'm just gonna go home and watch some Stranger Things, man. But I wonder what. <laughs> I, I wonder what. Uh, I wonder what Budweiser pulls in just on one day and on July Fourth. That would be a good statistic to know. Because not only Budweiser owns fifty different brands yeah. too. So, yeah. So I told I'm do I my was telling Dave, cheers. <laughs> driving through town, I did not. Uh, there was no traffic. It was like dead. So everyone's either at their house doing stuff, or people are driving to other people's houses. You know what I've stuff. noticed recently, especially in Gainesville, is that everybody celebrates Fourth of July on the night fireworks. Night before, yeah, on yeah. the night before. Yeah. Did they do them last night? They yeah. did. Oh yeah, but it was uh, raining. I mean, oh, so was I don't it? Know. Did it rain? Yeah, it rained got, in my house. You know what? It's like the third year in a row that they've because uh, Andy Lord. Yeah. plays in Bears and Lions, which is like a, they dress up. This is my old bass player from Frozen Cobra. Him and his friend Mike dress up, and one wears a bear costume, and the other one wears a lion costume. <laughs> and they do children's songs. Nice. Like, That's awesome. Balls, but they, yeah. do it like, <laughs> they don't do it like a children's style. They do yeah. it like an adult style. That's awesome. It's called Bears and Lions. And That's they, really They get cool. a lot of play around because... All, any festival that has kids that brilliant. come to it, yeah, yeah, it might be the most brilliant That's idea. Yeah, and, they, yeah. and, and they have someone that Me comes. And Justin they have someone like <laughs> Beaver and Possum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have someone. That I think the guest sits in on piano sometimes and dresses up like an elephant or something. That's awesome. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> oh, that's great. Anything yeah. else interesting happening? Anybody this week? How about you? Uh, went down to Orlando, took a continuing education class that was twelve hours long in one wow. day. Kicked Twelve my hours ass. in one day. Oh man, That's it was so. It was a good class. So you had to get like, there at what time? Well, I got there. It was cool. I won a. Um, I won this from my work, um, and so they paid for the hotel and for the class. Oh, and everything okay. Like so that. you got to. So I went a little down, pampered. Yeah. Well, I mean, I went down. Did you try out their spa there? No, I wish. <gasps> um, yeah, that's the thing is, I got there. At like, Where did you stay? Uh, I don't know, someplace in Orlando. Nice? Or- oh, no, it was nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. They had a really neat pool and stuff. Um, but I got there at like 10 o'clock, 9.30, 10 o'clock, and, you know, there, I wasn't going to do anything because the class was from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Oh, Ooh. man, yeah. But it was a good class. That's cool. Know. If I was super rich, I'd stay at really nice hotels. I know it seems like a waste of money. Yeah. but I'm in the Airbnbs now. I, can't, nice. can't, I don't think I'll ever be in a yeah. hotel again. 
the benefit for a hotel games. is if it's a nice one, it usually has a nice bar and a nice dining room. It's true. If that's, if that's your thing, thing, then that's perfect. If I'm staying over for I'm something, I'm more looking is, for But if that. I'm going on vacation, yeah. I wouldn't get a hotel. I'd get an Airbnb. Yeah, Airbnbs are awesome. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I had some random guy in the parking lot ask me to sell him weed. Really? Yeah. Really? Just, just random guy. I was just walking through my I said, I appreciate truck. you thinking that I you look know like you a drug. <laughs> you should have said, damn, I was about to ask you the same question. <laughs> <I know, laughs> right? like, it was really what, funny. What did you say to him? I, I, I was like, no. You know? like, <laughs> should have said, I'm not telling it to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And he was like, yeah, man, I'm down here from uh, from North Carolina. And he's like. He I, totally profiled your ass. Oh, dude. He was like. he was like, I do that, too, when I look at people, though. I'm outside of town. I'm like. That guy looks you know like a hippie. Guy. He's, he, yeah. And he was like. He <laughs> that was guy like, knows, knows where good food is. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I, I flew <laughs> down here. Follow him, that Andy Louie Anderson. Follow him. He knows where food is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he was like, yeah, I flew down here from North Carolina and I got my Molly through, but I just didn't want to bring my weed. And what? he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Wait, like you're a cop. He's like, I got to commit two crimes. Yeah. I got to let you know right? I have a scheduled two on me. Yeah. I'm trying to <laughs> intent to buy. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. It was just the most That's random what you say. thing. You, you know, people that you mistake for drug dealers are often cops. You ever noticed yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> you should have said that. I was, actually starting, I was actually starting you know who, to wonder you know if he was plays, a cop. You know who plays drug dealers a lot? Who's this? Character oh, actors. Oh, yeah. man. He is so good. <laughs> Dave's the new king. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not wrong. <laughs> the statement's it not wrong. very true. So <laughs> this week we are talking character actors. This is our third in the series, too, man. And I, I love the list. Every list I make of this, I'm surprised they weren't on the last list, you know, because these guys are such big character actors. And every time I make one of these lists, it's my new favorite. So uh, some of the names on this, awesome. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, some really, really great names on here. People that were. So we got 15 actors here. You should check out our previous pods uh, that we did character actor. And we're doing character actresses next week. And same thing. Awesome list. Uh, a lot of great movies to talk about. That's what's great about this list is we kind of just talk random movies. I've made a list of 15 actors, and I've got probably 12 or 13 of their movies listed under them. And we're just going to go through and uh, talk about what we remember about this character this these actors in these specific roles and everything and what's great about this is sometimes like there's a lot of movies on here that we would normally not pick to be on our favorites that we would never talk about i see dr doolittle later on, on <laughs> stuff like that uh yeah what else there's some really great ones on here and some i haven't seen so hopefully maybe you guys will have uh seen them or know about them too so I say we start right off. Oh yeah! First of all, let's look and see who uh, I want to see who wins. Who wins the uh, how many movies? The biggest I'm movie. I'm pulling for Ernie. Ooh yeah, Ernie looks like he's got it. Yeah. Uh, nope. Last page. Oh, Clint got him. Yeah. The oh, last man. page is the mo- the least oh. and the most. Clint, oh yeah. The- Clint got him by. Yeah. Uh, just a few. Yeah. Shit, Clint's probably got 15 movies in production he's, right now. Yeah, too, he's right. So. Yeah, he's <laughs> just put added 10 more to his IMDb <laughs> as is he we young? speak. Uh, Brother, um, he, older. No, he's younger. He's because younger. remember, they used to be in. Uh, we're talking about Clint Howard here, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> because do you remember the old Andy Griffith episodes? He was in yes. it. Oh, with, was he with Ronnie? Oh, wow. uh, and did he look fucked up back then? <laughs> He Sorry, no, he did. <laughs> you, could, you could tell that he was a little weird looking because looks remember like someone dropped him when, when he was a kid. Shit, I'm just gonna put Clint Howard to the top of the list first. He looks like because <laughs> we're talking about him already. All right, he's like right. a more normal oh, version sorry, of I sloth. To, I didn't mean to start. <laughs> no, let's talk Clint Howard, man. All right, uh, we'll skip to him. 
But uh, <laughs> what was very ingenious or interesting about Clint Howard when his movie career started is he he's obviously he's Ron Howard's brother and that's kind of his Ron Howard's gimmick is he throws Clint Howard in there and then Clint Howard became like an own his own entity almost where he but he was in a, a lot of movies here where he was Lifetime very time achievement award from MTV man but as a child that's right yeah as a child he was in a bigger thing than even Ron Howard was there's an early episode of star trek the original series where he played this alien entity as a child they overdub someone's I, voice for him i do remember and he this would just episode. laugh and you go ha ha ha, ha. He and he'd sit up on his throne he and he looked creepy he was like this little creepy kid that they most of what was creepy about him though is that overdubbing voice they put a voice on that would yeah, never yeah, yeah. be in this kid's body uh-huh. so it was a little weird so he was always famous to me from that little kid in star trek and then like i said he went on to do guest starring in the Andy Griffith show. Not sure if he ever was on Happy Days. That would have been interesting to uh, see. Gotta think he's been there. I mean, there's some movies on this list where he was a major character uh, apart from, obviously, Ron Howard's kind of stuff. So what do you think of, uh, which is, I think our best question asked on these character pods is what do you think of, (laughs) what movie do you think of when you think of Clint Howard? The very first thing that comes to mind for me is Tango and Cash. Oh, yeah. Where he's the guy who kills people with the slinky. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone eventually just entangles him yeah, inside him the slinky. Oh my god, it's yeah. so funny. Such a small ass scene. And that's the thing with uh, good character actors and specifically Clint Howard is a lot of these movies he's on camera probably for three minutes. If yeah. that, and that might be generous. Yeah. How about you? I think I know what yours would be. Paul 13. That's the one I would and guess. The, he's so good in it. it yeah. That's what's amazing because you already had your mind formed about who he was as an actor. Sure. And they gave him a pretty intense role. Yeah. It, and he it was knocked really, out really part, good. Man. He, was he, was, he was one of the, like... He uh, was one of the NASA engineers or whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Had a lot of lines. Yeah. More, more lines than he uh, mm-hmm. used to have. Oh, he's a good actor. Yeah, I mean, he's that's really good. a good movie. I mean... Oh, yeah. Apollo 13 is amazing. But as, for me on this list, <laughs> I'm, for me it would be Apollo 13, clearly, but I did love him in Rock and Roll High School where he was kind of the guru that told everybody what was going on in school and everyone came to him for, for help and everything. But I also love him in The Wraith, man. Do you remember 1986, The Wraith? Where no, no. a guy was killed on the uh, uh, by a group of uh, race. A group of, no, <laughs> he was killed by a group of kids uh, who were uh, racing cars and stuff, and he ended up coming back to life. I'm thinking it was Charlie Sheen. I haven't watched it in a while. But Charlie Sheen came back as like a ghost that would appear in his a vehicle, and at night he would try to kill each of those six guys that had uh, killed him. And Clint like Howard a... was one of them, man. And he had this wild hair really? and these crazy glasses huh. and everything. And I think he was the mechanic that fixed everyone's cars because it was a great scene where they killed him in the garage. What's that movie? Sometimes mm-hmm. they come back. Yeah, that was yeah. a great movie. That, was that, a kind, of, that King. kind of sounds like Stephen King. Stephen King. Yeah, yeah, TV yeah. movie. Uh, <laughs> made for what the hell is Ice Cream Man? That, that was the big one, fuck, man. Man, man. That was. That was his Dr. Giggles. It, oh, basically. really? Yeah, it was exactly oh, what, nice. what Dr. So Giggles it's did It's what I'm guy. thinking. It's super creepy. Oh, yeah. Serial killer ice cream He's a serial killer ice cream man, dude, and it's fucking awesome. That's perfect. Yeah. That's one of the other ones <laughs> that I think of a lot. I also think a night shift. They're creepy as hell, man. Ice cream trucks. Yeah. You remember night yeah. shift, right? Uh, oh, yeah. He has a great role yep. on that. Very small, but that was the one where it's also Ron Howard directed early on in Ron Howard's career, but it was Henry Winkler and Michael Keaton were... Uh, more... They were pimps that worked at the morgue. They right. worked at the morgue, and then they were uh, pimps. 
<laughs> they worked at the morgue. They were <laughs> pips become they, more dishes. Right. Yeah. That would be weird. <laughs> that would be really weird. <laughs> you don't go that direction. Wait, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually the other way. Man, I'm tired of <laughs> pimping. I think I'm going to go look at, take care of some dead bodies. <laughs> you know, we don't do a lot. Dead people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Henry Winkle is like the straight lace guys. Michael Keaton's like the wild man. But uh, Michael Keaton, before, uh, before they do the prostitute thing, is renting out the hearses for proms. And Clint Howard uh, is the one that he's bringing to the prom. And they show up at the uh, at the morgue. And, they, and he's like, we're ready to go. And it's Clint Howard with his date and everything. And he puts him in the back of the hearse. And they're so excited. Michael Keaton's one of my favorite uh, lines when I think Michael Keaton... Uh, and he's behind the wheel about to take him to the prom and he's like do you like music he's, they're like yeah we like music and he just starts humming uh, real loud you can tell that he's going to sing it the whole way that's fucking great <laughs> really great and that's the only scene Clint Howard's in yeah and then in the uh, the water boy like, I said Joe Montana <laughs> <laughs> I forgot was he alongside like Rob Schneider in the uh, water boy or? Um, no they weren't together he was but he was one of the crazy people he in was, town he was one of the, the super fans. fans. One, of the, yeah. one of the Bayou people? There was three of them. It was him. <laughs> I would um, see him as one of the Bayou. Yeah. We love you, Clint. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we think you should be in a swamp. Yeah. <laughs> we think your chromosomes should be <laughs> one let. If I had a unique look like Clint Howard or like Steve Buscemi does, or you the dude use that on the, shit. The last page as well. Uh, yeah. Everyone that has unique looks, I would totally be an actor immediately. Because you think even actresses like uh, Kristen Schaal, you know Kristen Schaal? Mm-hmm. She has such a unique, awesome look she's, that you can throw she makes, her in. She's made a fortune in oh, fucking... And that Bob's uh, Burgers money. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Uh, she also is Family Guy, I think. Too. Not fi- Family Guy, American Dad, too. Yeah, and she did that Last Man on Earth. Yeah. And that, uh, she's done a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, I loved her. She was great in that uh, Vampire's Assistant. She was one of the freak show people. The Last Witch Hunter? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else about Clint, what are the uh, Clint Howard movies here? So j- I'll list just a couple of them here. So uh, Gung Ho, love Gung Ho, man. I wish I could re- He must have been one of the workers yeah. there because uh, I haven't seen Gung Ho in forever, and it's like one of me and Eric's favorites. Do you remember that movie with Michael Keaton? No. Where they w- were the- paired with the Japanese uh, corporation to build cars. Oh, yeah, I do remember yeah. that. It was like a u- movie about movie. union. Yeah, it was yeah. And it's weird. Like, if you, well, if you read the synopsis of the movie, you'd be like, this isn't going to be f- yeah. good at all. But it I had, like, John that. Turturro yeah. and George Went and uh, just those great blue well, had the, it had uh, Long Duck Dong. Was he? Yeah, he was the main guy. <laughs> I, I love uh, Michael Keaton at the the board meeting, and Michael Keaton's very uh, flippant with the uh, Japanese guys. He says, "Hey, it's frog's ass watertight," and then the <laughs> Japanese guys all go in to start talking to each other, and they said, "Yes, we believe it is." <laughs> 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 oh, so funny! But yeah, Michael Keaton screws over all those guys, and they find out about it. Yeah. The last half of the movie is him trying to. Get back in good graces. Uh, no, it's, make amends. It's pretend that or try to uh, not get caught. Uh, the fact by his friends that he screwed them over, man. And then it ends with like, yeah, him and uh, Ken Watanabe uh, like have nothing. It's a funny movie though. <laughs> the Rocketeer. I can't remember the Rocketeer, man. He, that's the thing with Clint Howard, man. He does these super small cameos. Austin Powers. He was the one that was uh, watching the uh, the blips on mm-hmm. the thing. The scripts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was his line too? Damn, it was. They used him again in number two. Well, it was when he it was coming on screen because it looked like, looked like a, a dick big, or yeah, yeah, and yeah. that was the thing. He's like, I don't know what it is, but it looks it was like part a of big that collage. And yeah, and then they yeah. do, yeah, and, and they so, did it in the second one too. Yeah, so he, I think he played the character in the both of them too. So. <laughs> 
Parenthood. Parenthood, I don't remember, man. That would have been... I love <coughs> Parenthood, though. That's an old one I haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. Also, that thing you do... thing we do, we haven't talked the, about it. The O-Neaters. What? The O-Neaters. What's that? The, the name of the band was the Wonders. Is that what it was? Yeah, but like it's like you know the Beatles, how they like spell it, you mm-hmm. know, different or whatever. And so like they were spelling Wonders instead of W O N. It was O N E. Oh, interesting. And so everybody kept it. calling them the O Neaters. I've only seen it like twice. <laughs> I loved it though. I thought it was a really good movie. It had a lot of great actors in it. It too. was good. And uh, Little Nicky, I'm not a huge fan of Little Nicky, so I can't really remember. I don't remember who he was, but I remember liking Little Nicky. It was fun. Wasn't that the one where he's his just accent was annoying as fuck? His whole Sandler? his, his yeah. whole spiel, yeah, 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 yeah. his delivery, and <clears throat> his whole spiel was yeah. Harvey annoying. Keitel was the devil, yeah. and he was the devil's son, and Just, he came up to Earth, and he met uh, some girl, and you know. I want to say it was, it was based on a comic book too. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But they just didn't do a good job. Wasn't one of his <laughs> highlights. Agreed. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go back. To oh, the did you see? Did you see that they're ending Mad Magazine? Mad Magazine, there. Yeah. I to be honest with you, I'm not sure I could have told you it was still going on. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but yeah. think, think we used to get a lot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Me too. I loved it. Yeah. Spy versus Spy was my shit. That was the shit, yeah, man. I like the folding thing at the that. Oh, yeah, yeah, those did, are man. great. Really fun. <clears throat> All right, so next on this list, <clears throat> or first on this list, we're going back. We got we got <laughs> off crazy, and he's done 118 movies, and I love this guy. What I love about this guy is I just recently, in the last two years, finally was able to memorize his name, you know, because this guy, for the longest time, I could just see him, and you knew who it was, right. and I used to have to describe it to Dave as that guy from Fargo, or Zodiac. the guy from Zodiac is yeah. another recently, and this is the great John Carroll Lynch. And uh, if you don't know who he is, man, pull his picture up because this guy you know from a lot of stuff. His yeah. TV Even, show. And uh, he's in uh, American Horror Story. He plays oh, the, the creepy-ass clown that wears that mask. Oh, is that teeth. him? That's I didn't him, realize man. that was him. No, that was no him. one does. Oh, it's wow. It's weird. Not, unless you looked it up, could you ever tell that that was him? He did a great job. He did a really that. great job. Yeah. That was the last time I thought that series was good. <laughs> was I think that's that? the last season yeah. I watched. I watched I was Hotel. out on the hotel. I, I, I watched Hotel. I finished that, but I didn't go beyond um The... The Roanoke one? That's the one my girl says was, is the best one she's ever great, seen. Really? But it was unconventional as fuck. Uh-huh. It was like, it was like a, they made a reality show <clears throat> about this true thing that happened, and then it came and get, happened again. Yeah. Huh. yeah. She, she talks highly about that series. So, yeah, he's been in a lot. He was actually, uh, he started out in um, Drew Carey show. Remember, he played his that's brother. Right. His, that's uh, right. Oh, that's his, right. His uh, yeah. trans brother who was always in drag. And uh, he was funny as hell on that show, too, man. Always kind of this really big kind of guy, which made his role in some of his movies even scarier uh, uh, <coughs> because of that fact. But and I, I guess he was in Grumpy Old Men here. I don't remember who he played. Maybe you I was do. Tr- I was trying to think of that, too. You're um, the Grumpy Old Man. Yeah, guy. I know. Like I, I, That's your movie. I know, right? Like I, I was <laughs> looking at that earlier, man. and I'm trying to run through the cast, and I just can't think of who he may be. Um, he doesn't work at the bait Must shop. Must just small. Uh, in the, it was his first thing, so it could have been just like a very small Taxi role. Taxi driver. Not really until like <laughs> Fargo. Far- Fargo when he, was, when he was on Fargo, he made a mark on Fargo. and never. I liked how he played that. Loved him. Laid loved back. It. He was so kind of mild. He was the mannered. sheriff's husband, yep. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's was. Like, oh, I get up, I make you some eggs. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And he was just he so soft spoken, <laughs> and maybe he's from there. The night crawlers and everything. No, I think he's just a fucking awesome actor. Uh, so then he went on in '96, the same year. So looks like '96 and '97 were his comeback, uh, his come out years, really, yeah. because Fargo and the Fan were in '96, and then he did Volcano and Face Off. And Face Off, he was great as that guard. As the main prison guard in Face Off, he oh, was yeah. kind of a, a, a scumbag. Yeah. Let these guys fight it out and shit. 
Mercury Rising went on to 98. I never was a huge Mercury Rising fan. I saw it in the theater and then never kind of went back and saw it. The first thing that uh, I think of when it comes to him is the scene in Volcano where he jumps off the subway train into the lava to save that girl and oh, like, nice. walks through I the I don't lava. remember like, Volcano. Like, oh, uh, man. I was always more of a Dante's Peak mm, guy. I think mm. I did see Volcano uh, like once or Volcano twice, was Tommy Lee Jones? Tommy Lee Jones yeah. and Anne Hesch. Yeah. Uh, see, it's weird because I like Tommy Lee Jones, but I don't like No, Volcano I'll have to put it on my list to go back and watch. It was on one day when you were yeah, like, coming over to Day, yeah. yeah, I got stuck watching Coming to America yesterday. It was like 20 minutes into the movie, and I ended up watching the whole thing on TV. Commercials and all. I'm like, I, own, I own this movie. I don't know what That's awesome. <laughs> but you get stuck. The Good Girl, I loved. Do you remember The Good Girl? That's Jennifer Aniston. That's the Jennifer Aniston movie. Matt, that's an indie movie that we could easily put on our indie pod that's really interesting. Except we're talking about it right now. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, and he was great in it, too. But He was the uh, cashier. He was the store manager. Yeah. But I loved uh, Tim Blake Nelson. Remember oh. his dog? Get in your hole! Get in your hole! When he's screaming at his had, dog. She has sex with that one guy. Ja, Donnie Darko. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal was kind of the kid That's who right. was obsessed with her. And it was... This was... Uh, that movie was the Jennifer Aniston movie where she came out to people and showed, hey, I can do fucking movies. I am not Rachel yeah, from Friends. She was really, she, really good in The Good Girl. I, she's one of the few that I think made a completely... From that show. Yeah, her and Schwimmer. Her and Schwimmer. Um, what's her name was great in Wonderland. Yeah, I like her as well, and she's she's she still great doing Wonderland. stuff. I don't much care for Courtney Cox, and I don't much no. care for Matthew Perry, to be honest with you. No, neither those two they. never really hey, burn in hell. To me. <laughs> <laughs> you die. Was, you die. You go to hell. <laughs> I was gonna go that far. But okay. Man hates friends. What can you do? <laughs> uh, but Zodiac, Zodiac was man. That was when he used his size. Was he the killer? Kind of, yeah. They yeah. alluded he was, that he was the killer. Arthur Al- Arthur Lee Allen. He yep. played Arthur Lee Allen. Just the scene his where scene. they visit him in prison? Mm-hmm. No, he was at his work. Is that his job? He was a factory worker. That was worker. good too. But remember when he was? Oh, that's right. It was at the. Work. He never went to. Yeah, that's right. Prison. He never went to work. It was just the back room during the interrogation yeah. with Elias Codius yeah. and uh, who else was in that interview? Um, uh, was Ruffalo in there? Ruffalo, Ruffalo and then and, and Edwards. Uh, Anthony Edwards. Edwards. Wasn't he dead by now? No, he didn't die in that oh, movie. Oh wow! Uh, you gotta watch that movie again. I gotta watch it's that literally movie. it's I love my it. top five. I, I have movie seen it of all time. I've seen it twenty times. Yeah. Maybe That's 25. when they notice his watch. I'm in that yeah, movie. I'm yeah. just it, nothing fascinates me more about unsolved crime. Yeah, mm-hmm. or like, just crime in general. And they had, that's the movie that's coming out soon. Three weeks till the Quentin movie comes out. Can you believe it's that early? I thought it was until like end December, of, end of July, man. What? Yeah, three weeks. It's almost appropriate because of it's a summertime movie. Yes, it's, it's based say. on the summer of '69, yeah. so it, it has to be. And that's a movie you should go that day. I day it comes that, out, see it. Because, I would go to because uh, that's going to be a movie that he is begging people not to ruin. So there's yeah. some shit in there. Maybe I'm we'll, hoping, uh, maybe I'm we'll hoping take a fascinated field trip. We should. Together. All three I'm hoping should he does the the Tate murder well. tastefully. I want to see someone do the LaBianca one justice as well because they haven't done it. I think he's going to go so out of left field that we're not going to expect to even know. What I've seen happened. some really good documentaries on him. Yeah. Not even with him in them. Yeah. Just like about what happened those days. And God, that was crazy. They're just starting to show trailers a lot more on television for it, and I'm avoiding it and everything. Uh, I know that Brad Pitt, they show Brad Pitt uh, being brought to the ranch. So we're seeing that perspective mm-hmm. as along uh, along with the other one. So I don't know. We'll have to speculate until it's out. So John Carroll Lynch. Uh, John Carroll Lynch. <laughs> yeah. Shutter Island's another one that I yeah. really loved where he played that with that played that guard mm-hmm. that kind of put up with Leo's bullshit <laughs> through the whole thing and you could see it on his face. So we think. Uh Crazy Stupid Love was another one. The Founder. Now that movie, let's talk a little bit about. Do you know what that movie is? The McDonald's. That's one? the McDonald's. I haven't movie. seen it yet. He oh. played he played the, the original owner that gets screwed. 
where my uh, Michael Keaton comes in and bought him out and bought him out, but it was his partner for the longest time and just screwed him out of everything. And he was the nicest guy who just wanted uh, to make his hamburgers and do that thing. I mean, he was the original concept. Uh, There's a great scene where Michael Keaton goes to the place for the first time. And he, he was kind of like how it was he, dysfunctional. It was dysfunctional, but he could see how, how they were putting a quality product out really fast, faster than like he ordered it. And then he turned his back and he says, here you go, sir. And he handed it to me. He's like, wait, I just put my order in. He, he's like, yeah, I know. And uh, <laughs> he goes into the back and he looks through the thing door and he sees it. And he was like, bing, bing, bing. He's like that business guy. Mm-hmm. But he just, that's Michael me. Keaton screws him. Yeah. It's <laughs> like how you would go into a situation and look yeah, at man. it. But Michael Keaton really, how can I do this three steps? Was, was faster, all in about, right? I'm not going to screw this guy because he's kind of the, uh, the, the owner and the original concept designer of this, but you're seeing as it's going on, you're like, oh, he's going to get screwed. Yeah. And then you see, uh, how they're forcing John Carroll Lynch's hand and he tries to sue him and everything. And it, it's a phenomenal movie. I think it was on Netflix is where I had seen it. So if you haven't seen the founder, check it out. That's a great indie film that, uh, talked about damn already damn talked about it (laughs) that's two two. (laughs) uh all right what you take us into this next guy do you know this dude uh we're going down you're going down down we're we're going down okay that's how Um, i like to go all right (laughs) (laughs) uh all right so let's go with uh william sadler um, I love William Sadler, man. Why are you letting now, him introduce? Him? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can I'll, say his name. Hey. <laughs> um, I remember him mostly probably from uh, Shawshank Redemption. That's where you go. Um, yeah, uh, as you know, isn't he the one that's like, oh yeah, we're all innocent in here. You know what I mean? Isn't that him? Uh, They're sitting. No, at, that's. Uh, yeah, that's Shawshank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have they're been sitting at the. Yeah, that's Shawshank. They're all. It's like when he first. What'd you, what'd you do, lawyer? Yeah. Fucked me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You <laughs> well, know, I, when I think of his line, I think of uh, Alexander Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <coughs> the name is what, Dumas. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Dave? There's um, so many movies on here I could go to. You think The Mist, huh? That's interesting that you go with The Mist. I will always go Demon. I mean, Knight. I'm always Shawshank Redemption is what yeah. I remember the, from. Demon well, Knight, actually. Man. Bill and Ted's kind yeah, of as death. Tr- yeah, as Trespass. <laughs> he was great as he death. He was so good in Trespass with Bill Paxton as yeah, the yeah. firefighters mm-hmm. that go to look for the gold. Die Hard 2. I mean, he's the main... You think of him doing Tai Chi naked yeah. death <laughs> He was like fucking fit as shit. Rush. Uh, yeah, who was he? He was Rush? making the pills. That's right. With Remember like the overalls? overalls yeah. And then like he, give, it was he gives her a shit. pill and he asks her if she wants a beer and he Grabs it out of the cabinet and gives it to her. He's yeah. like, "I like all my liquids at body temperature." Oh shit! And she's like, "Cause He's she's creepy like, as hell, she goes, man." Like this, but then he makes her take a pill, yep. and then almost didn't let her leave. Oh yeah. wow! He's like, "Let's get fucked up," and then yeah. she like, you can see, oh shit. Now Rape, I remember him. <laughs> I was a huge uh, Roseanne fan back in the day when the TV show was on, and he was one of Dan's friends for the longest time. Oh, was he? he was trying to get with Jackie, huh. so he was on there for probably maybe eight, ten episodes or something like that. But shortly on, he made a uh, kind of uh, slam into Hollywood. It must have been Die Hard 2, really, because after Die Hard 2, a lot of people didn't even know he was in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey because he was in makeup. Through yeah, the whole yeah, movie. Well, I mean, I didn't know who he was when I saw the movie, but I definitely remember him as death, no oh, yeah, question. Yeah. He was he's in the new one, too. Great. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's in the new Dope. one. Man, they've been re- reeling because they're in the making they of that movie right now. They just started filming like three days yep, ago. Yep, and they got the... Uh, 
the two girls that play the daughters, and I've seen I follow Alex Winter on Twitter, so he's kind of randomly throwing little tidbits out there. He's but gonna look, spoil the whole thing, I guarantee no, you. No, uh, he wouldn't. Not Alex Winter. He, yeah. he keeps things pretty uh, down. I've been following him for a while. Uh, he's a documentarian for the most part. I, huh. I think he's thrilled to come back and do this because he doesn't do like, many stuff like serious stuff. Yeah, yeah, stuff? he's like award winning stuff too. Oh, wow. I have to see what what he had done, but there's a bunch of stuff he pimps on uh, Twitter. Yeah, going back to Demon Knight, man. Demon Knight was his like starring role, man. It was such a great movie. I remember where I was and where I was sitting when this movie came out. I was up north. I was sitting on that love seat right there and like transfixed, watched it by myself like late at night. And uh, the movie starts with that filter song, mm-hmm. that uh, Hey Man, hey man nice, nice Shot, with Billy Zane and him almost playing chicken yeah. on the uh, streets and then him having to flee into that place. Man, that was a fun-ass movie, man. That was. Green Mile. Green Mile, he was great. He's he one was, of the guards. Uh, no, he was the one that uh, that was running through the water to get John Coffey. He was the daughter's his oh, daughter's yeah, yeah, were the yeah, one yeah, that yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, kidnapped. So he was had that great scene where he was just booking it after uh, Michael Clark Duncan, and man, it was vicious. Uh, then Iron Man three, Iron Man three played one of the, like the generals with uh, Miguel Ferrer, I think it was. Maybe not Miguel Ferrer. He might have been dead by then. He played uh, President Ellis. Is that what it was? President. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was great in that. That was twenty thirteen. So. He did 175. I didn't mention it. Uh, did you mention 175? I did not. Right. Yeah. So, that's why uh, you don't introduce shit, man. <laughs> Dave, tell us what's next. <laughs> Make sure that you You're tell the number. You're out on that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> Dave is king. All right. This is Wallace Sean. He's got 197. Oh, Wallace Sean. It's I think, funny because I, I remember. Think 80% of him remember him from well, one thing, is, and then we remember him from something th- else. This is the dude that probably gets all the roles that Clint Howard didn't get. Is <laughs> <laughs> it kind of both. Oh, they they're have both a very strange look. looking. They do, and they're both very unique. I remember him having a he- heavy lisp. I don't know if he actually has it, mm-hmm. but in Deal of the Century, he had it. He had a little bit of a lisp there, yeah. And uh, inconceivable. Yeah, yeah, see, even with that, he had his lisp at the end of it. I'm sure it was a acting, yeah. but it was great. But that Deal was of I the think, Century was great. Mm-hmm. His role was loved, great. His role was one of the, my. He was my favorite role he ever did, and that's a hard thing to say when The Princess Bride is on the list because yeah. I think 80% of the people, if you mention Wallace, uh, Sean... Didn't either, they switch the poison? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> I think 90... Well, probably even 90% will either say Princess Bride or Toy Story. Yeah. I mean, those are his two... What character in Toy Story? He plays Rex. The, Rex, uh, okay. Yeah. I love him in Vegas Vacation. Really? Oh, my god. And gosh. I don't even remember Vegas Vacation, so I'm glad I put it on here. You could tell us a little bit what he had done in there. So, uh, obviously, it's in Vegas, and Clark is trying to win at Blackjack. Mm-hmm. and Oh, he's the dealer. He's the dealer. That's right. And he just <laughs> he wipes him out and talks shit to him really? the whole time. I've only seen it once, and I don't even <laughs> and, and at that. one point, he's, like, buying more chips, and he goes, I'll tell you what. Why don't you just keep half your money, and we'll go out back, and I'll kick you in the balls. <laughs> 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 can't see him playing that role it's at all. so great. He's like, just oh. just quit while you're ahead, Griswold. It's so funny. Like, oh, it's so great. And through the whole movie, he just fucks him the entire time. It's so great. Two movies on this list I was super excited to mention because we haven't talked about before. One of them is The Bedroom Window. Do you remember what The Bedroom Window was? That was a phenomenal movie where uh, the Gutenberg, Gutenberg is having an affair. He's not, he's the one who's... Uh, Do we see this he's in not the last the year one. or two? Did you show this to me? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I saw it a long time ago. I don't think I've seen it for a while. And it was... Uh, so he's having an affair with a married woman. And they see this uh, bad crime yeah. out the window. But he can't, say, but he can't say anything. She because... sees it, I think is what it was. 
the woman who's having the affair sees it. She goes to the window and she looks outside, and it's the redhead guy from Pet Cemetery. Pascal mm-hmm. is the one who does the crime, and they need to report it, but she can't say anything because she's there having an affair. So he's got to say it. Uh, instead and then they actually take this whole thing to trial and everything man and he has he's to get, testify and, and he's got to testify and he's oh, getting shit wrong wow. and you're like oh it's so stressful but it had like a rear window kind of element to uh-huh. it where you didn't know what you were seeing uh and it was a lot of twists and turns it was fun but the other movie on here was we're no angels man i love we're no angels and we don't we have not talked about that that's a great that de niro, and, de niro Penn? and sean penn yeah. man yeah. i i they haven't were, seen that in a long time they were trying to get across that bridge uh they were well, they're about to get executed at the prison, and something goes wrong uh, during the execution. And, oh, yeah, okay. And those two and a third guy get out. And the other guy is the guy from uh, State of Grace mm-hmm. who he screws at the beginning uh, and uh, later on. And they uh, become like game. priests, right? They become – they they kind of do a sister act type of thing where yeah. they put on the, uh, the, the monks, I think uh-huh. it is. Uh, and all the whole – the but whole movie was just them trying to get across that bridge, they right? Got, right near Canada, they got yeah. to get across, and they uh, Demi Moore is in it, and uh, John C. Riley is really great as one of the priests, but so is Walsh on. He's got like that bald head and everything, but it's like those two weeks where monks are allowed to talk. That's how they worked it into the movie, I guess. But it was well, a, I don't think that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a remake of like a Humphrey Bogart movie, too, huh. back in the, like, the, the 40s, and it was, oh, wow. uh, it was really, really great. Uh, how about some of these other movies? See, I, I cannot remember Mom and Dad Save the World, and I remember you had mentioned it With before. With John Lovitz? Yeah, yeah, I don't remember what that is. I don't know who he was. Yeah, in but it. what was the movie? I can't remember. Um, basically, John Lovitz and <laughs> they I... They Save the World? Yeah. And they're um, married. Yeah, they... They, <laughs> they have kids. Um, Dave they knows get, it more than you. Dave yeah. is the kid. <laughs> <laughs> they, they basically like get abducted by aliens, and there's like... A war going on between two separate, uh, you know, alien. Oh, so it's a very sci-fi. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's ass. it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's like absolutely Mars ridiculous. Did you say Mars attacks? It's uh, no. it's probably like worse than Mars attacks. I mean, it's silly. You know Is, what I mean? Who's like, Kathleen Turner in this? No, I don't remember who's who. The, his wife. I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, um, I can't remember who plays the wife. I, I, I can look it up if you want. Don't but, bother. <laughs> yeah, um, I remember him in Clueless though. Oh yeah, he, he was. Um, him and there was a female teacher, um, and Alicia Silverstone wanted to get them together. Oh, that's right. That's uh, right. Yeah, I remember you that. You know, because they were both sitting with their legs crossed opposite to each yeah, other. Yeah. Um, so they had like a cute little storyline there that he was a part of. Canadian Bacon. I think he's Canadian, so I think that makes even sense. They were getting a lot of the Canadian actors to be part of Canadian Bacon. So I think he was like uh, the prime minister of something. Uh, he was also in Haunted Mansion, which I have not seen. So I is that with Eddie Murphy? Uh, Eddie yeah, Murphy I never won. saw that one. And then uh, The Incredibles. So he was a voice one. on The Incredibles, and he has got that the voice. First one? Yeah, uh, that's great. He has got that voice though, like similar with like Toy Story, that neurotic "I'm scared of my own shadow" type yeah. of uh, voice that yeah. works so well for that yeah. Rex character. I mean. He probably would never have to work a day in his life just off the money from Toy Stories, uh, all the Toy Story movies that are coming in for him because oh, yeah. he's in every one of them, all he's those got holiday a face specials. Voiceover. Yeah. Well, he's in now. He's on TV. He's on that Young Sheldon, uh, oh, really? which is a great, great show. Almost better than Big Bang Theory, which is about kind of the I've early never life seen of. I've uh, of either. Yeah, it's good. It's fun, uh, and he plays the teacher of Young Sheldon, who's kind of. Uh, in love with his grandmother, who's played by uh, Ann Archer. Not Ann Archer. What's the girl from uh, Ghostbusters? Annie, Annie Potts. Potts. Annie Potts, yeah. And uh, they have some great scenes together. She's great in it, too. But Wallace Shawn, 197. 
He's going to be doing it for a while, too. Now, this next one, we're jumping above the 200s now, man. And I wonder if he's still alive. I want to say he's dead. Why don't you look up uh, the great John uh, uh, Polito. John Polito is one of those guys, you'll have to look up his face. He's one of those guys that no one seems to recognize his name until they see his face. 222 movies, man. And that is a really... I've, we were mentioning before the pod how excited we were with the uh, bibliography of our last guy on this list, or uh, filmography. But this guy here has got like an exciting-ass filmography right there, man. I mean, he, first off, he's a Cohen boy. Yeah. Which means he's going to be in half the great movies in yep. the world. Exactly. <laughs> Died September 1st, 2016. 2016, just yeah. recently. This guy was awesome, man. He And what do you think of when you think of him, Dave? Uh, the Man Who Wasn't There or Big Lebowski? Either of those ones. Both of those two. How about you, Justin? Um, I'm trying to think of like the specific one that I think of. Like he, he's just so memorable in yeah. all of his roles. You know, like where there was one where he played like a gangster. Miller's Crossing. Miller's That's Crossing. where I would go with him. Yeah. He had a huge role in Miller's he Crossing. Was, probably, right. he was probably one of the, one of the rival. Biggest. He was one of the rival yeah. gang. And you got to yeah, see him get so angry that he was shaking, yeah. just sweating his ass off. And man, I, I loved him in Miller's Crossing. That was probably the biggest role he had. I, I just the man who wasn't there. When Billy Bob comes to give him the money and he yeah. makes the pass at him. Oh yeah, yeah, that was really funny too. I totally forgot. That's such and then a, he puts his wig on, like, like oh we're doing business. I got to put my business yeah. doing wig on. That was it was weird because the Coen Brothers always have those one scenes that kind of are don't weird fit. and don't seem like they quite belong. Yeah. Even like though in that Fargo, was a, even though that one that, was kind of that a pivotal when she one. goes and meets the, the Asian guy, guy in Fargo. or uh, in Big Lebowski where he does the interpretive dance with yeah. they that this is that scene yeah. for uh, the man who wasn't. There. I mean at least it was a purpose of the scene. He was bringing him the money yeah. but it was they didn't they didn't have to he almost always plays either a cop a gangster or kind of just that weird kind of character man private dick and uh, private dick just like you <laughs> <laughs> i loved him in uh uh, see some of his early stuff here. Let's go back to his early career. He was in Chud, which he, I, he must have been a cop in Chud, man. I love Chud, and I haven't seen it in years. Remo Williams. What does is Chud one of my, stand for again? Uh, humanoid, cannib- cannibalistic you know, hum- humanoid underground dweller. Or underground dwellers. Like, oh wow. <laughs> Uh, it's all re- capitalized, man. That yeah. means it has to stay. <laughs> yeah. I love Chud, man. It's such a fun ass movie. Uh, Remo Williams, love Remo Williams, man. He, I could talk Remo Williams all day, but I don't remember who he was. He, he was either one of the guys that Dinocorp was with the, or something. with the with the military there, or because he wasn't with obviously with Chun or uh, or Fred. Uh, Fred we saw Ward. Chun in a good movie. Yeah, we saw Chun. We'll talk about that movie next week, though. Don't don't, don't be rude enough. Highlander, Highlander. He had to have been a cop. Critical Condition. Critical Condition, I think he was the lawyer. Remember, he was the lawyer that couldn't get Eddie Murphy uh, or uh, Richard Pryor off. Is that what it was? Yeah. I thought I was yeah, trying to figure out what it was. Yeah, the very beginning of the movie. He was okay. trying his best to get him off, and he the, couldn't uh, do it. The freshman, he was one of the fake FBI agents that was chasing the ring, wasn't he? Was he? That makes sense. Man, I love the freshman, too. He was also in Barton Fink, The Rocketeer, Hudsucker Proxy, The Crow. The Crow would have been an interesting one. I haven't seen The Crow in a while, uh, too. Uh, American Gangster. He did American Gangster, which was another uh, great movie. But you look at these, that list of movies there is impressive, man. Oh, yeah. And he has done many uh, television appearances. He was on, he played a character on, uh, two different characters on The Gilmore Girls. And I remember when uh, my girl was obsessed with that show and when she was watching, I remember being super excited. That was like, they were having some, he was worked at the pizza place and he was going to make the biggest pizza pie that's ever been made, like the size of like a a living room or something. And he couldn't get, he couldn't get enough cheese or something like that. It was a really (laughs) funny role for him. Uh, Yep. He'll be missed, man. John Paluto. 
really great. 222, though. That's an awesome uh, friggin' number of movies. Heck yeah. You can't get that number of movies unless you're a character actor, man. I mean, yeah. none of these big stars, you think Tom Cruise and them have done a lot of movies until you look them up Sam and it's Jackson's like 60, 65. knocked out a bunch. But. He has, but and it adds with a lot with voice acting and stuff. He's done a lot of that type of stuff, too. But this next actor, love this actor, man. Probably one of the earliest, that early movie on that list there is one of the uh, movies I remember watching uh, early in my life, so it might have been one of my first introductions to a great character actor is uh the great alfred molina 193 movies man this he's been nominated for oscars and he's just one of those guys that flies under the radar who did he play in raiders of the lost Ark? he was the guy with the idol at the very beginning you throw me the whip i throw you the idol okay man and then that was one of the best scenes man where indias has to outrun the uh kind of big concrete or concrete boulder uh, the big boulder yeah and that guy screws him man and then gets all those friggin uh he indy does that quick turn and sees him with all the darts uh stuck yeah. into him and everything right. yeah yeah um the the one that i remember most from him is actually not even on this list really yeah um the man who knew too little with oh, bill yeah, murray yeah, yeah he played boris the butcher that's interesting oh my gosh that is such well, a fun role up, dude like <laughs> I, I, I'm sure you've both seen that movie, and it's it's just once, a, and it wasn't the best, dude. I love that movie. Yeah. Basically, Bill Murray is just a total fool, and he comes to London to visit. It's very um, Naked Gun style. No, it's supposed yeah, to be like a Hitchcock. He comes to no, I know, but it's silly, like Naked Gun. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He comes to visit his brother Peter Gallagher. Yeah. Um, oh, and and there's this new thing in London where it's like theater of life. And so basically you go and you live this play and like you're a part of it or whatever. Well, it turns out he accidentally like gets things crossed and, and gets involved in like an, an espionage. Spy, yeah. yeah, like ring. a spy thing going on. And uh, Alfred Molina, uh, Molina plays Boris the Butcher and like... He's the top Soviet hitman, and like just can't. And he, no matter what he does, like Bill Murray just survives. And it's almost and, like the Pink Panther meets. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, his his role in that is so much fun. Like, oh, he's ripped great. to shreds by the critics, but apparently, yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, I loved it. I'll have to rewatch I, it. I, I watch it <clears throat> a couple of times a year. Oh wow, you know, I'll have like, to rewatch it. I I watched it. When it came out, I, I own think it. That you was can borrow it. <laughs> it's one of those movies you can get for a dollar fifty anywhere. <laughs> I own it. You can borrow. It. <laughs> uh, how about you, Dave? What do you think of uh, the best thing that he did on here? Frida. Frida was great, man, with him. And he he played the, her husband, right? He played her husband, yeah. who was a, a, I think that's what he was nominated. I think that's painter. what he was nominated for. Uh, and Marie would be mad. If there's I don't so many great movies name. on here. To be honest with you, I, I don't know where to go. This might be one of the hardest ones of anything on here because. Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. He was the guy. <sighs> he was the guy with the fireworks. Oh yeah, uh, the, that's no, the kid right. With the fireworks that they were trying and with to the rob. gun, and he was yeah. like trying to rush and let himself. He was so good in that. That was the. Um, uh, I don't want to talk that much about one of his best roles on here because I want Justin to see it. When well, my girl's gone for those two weeks, you gotta come over and hang. One one day she's uh, gone to watch Identity because Identity is still one of the the best, most shocking kind of endings and kind of scenarios ever created and his role in that is super pivotal and uh, i don't want to talk anymore it's about one of those that. movies it's that so when good. you once you've seen it it's hard right to go and watch to it again unseen. it's still good it's, yeah. it's still good it's just as good. but you know everything oh i'm the whole movie from minute one i'm waiting for the big scene to happen yeah. but if you haven't seen identity that's definitely a movie you gotta uh -huh. see uh also on here is uh Spider-Man 2, man. Yeah, he Doc was, Ock. He was great as Doc, Doc yeah. Ock, man. Yeah. To the point where 
if he was he's he's a little old to be doing it now but if they were to bring Doc Ock back it's like one of the only actors I could see them going back to him yeah, to no, do yeah no he did a really good job with so, that he was so great at it he was also I will rip the flesh from your bones yeah he was so good um, he was also a good villain in Maverick Maverick, he yeah. was the main villain in yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's just, uh, like, it's basically about uh, card playing. Yeah, you know, yeah, There's yeah. all kinds of side stories mm-hmm. and everything. But um, in the beginning, Mel Gibson plays him in a card game, and, like, so, something happens, you know. I think he tries to tell him he's cheating or something like that. And then at the end, he has to beat him in the card game. Yeah. So it, it's a, there's a good storyline there. And throughout the movie, he's trying to, you know, basically kill Mel Gibson without just like shooting him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just find That's a another way. movie I need to rewatch. It's fun. It's it's out. fun. Um, it had James uh, Garner. Garner in it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and also, I, I, I don't even want to... Uh, there's a Native American actor in it um, who was in... Uh, he, Thunderheart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his oh, name? Graham Greene. Graham Greene. Yeah, Graham Greene. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's he, awesome, man. He plays 67 like... 67 cents. He plays... <laughs> Bet you're going to tell me how much change he has in his pocket. <laughs> uh, I love he that. plays like a Native American um, Indian in that movie. And yeah, he's got that role before. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is... The I thing, was born to play this role, the thing motherfucker. Is, is, is like, he talked like this oh, through yeah, part yeah. movie, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. But... Then he, he loses it. But yeah, he doesn't actually talk like <laughs> yeah. that. He's just doing it for like some guy that's in the movie for show. You that's know what I, I mean? It's he's really a great funny. actor for that. He's I loved got him great in, uh, comedic timing. Die oh, yeah, Hard uh, yeah. with a Vengeance. Yeah. He had that. He just used his normal voice a lot. Yeah. It? Yeah. His comedic timing in Thunderheart was really, really good. Uh, also on this list that I absolutely loved him in was Species, man. He was the one that actually got to have sex with Natasha Henstridge. Oh, wow. Remember he got drunk at Once. the hotel. <laughs> oh, it was such a great scene, though. Do you remember that scene where he's oh, yeah. he's kind of the hapless kind of yeah. computer he, geek he scientist. He can't believe that he and picked up this super he's, hot He's at the yeah. bar, and he can't get anyone. And then finally she comes up to him and everything, and he's like having sex with her, and he's like, I can't believe this and everything. And she's she's still on top of him. You remember how, oh, yeah. like, obviously... You saw that, from the but, back. Uh, no, well, you saw... Uh, there was so much nudity in that movie with Natasha Henstridge. She oh, just yeah. wanted to it show was her. Disgusting. It was hard. It was yeah, hard to watch. <laughs> hard to watch. Uh, but remember, she's still on top of him, and they uh, right after they climax, she's like, uh, she touches her stomach. She's, she's like, like, I can feel it. I'm pregnant. I'm yeah. pregnant. I can yeah. feel it. And he laughs, and he's like, No, nah, I, I doubt you can feel that. Uh, yet, yeah. man, she just she attacks fucking, him and yeah. kills him. Man, yeah. she's vicious. Uh, she done praying mantis his ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we shouldn't. We got to mention Snidely Whiplash, man. <laughs> Dudley yes, Durrett. that's great. that's who he played. <laughs> he played Snidely. Who Whiplash. was Dudley Durrett? Uh Brendan Fraser. Oh wow, that's. Do you right. remember this movie? I never saw the movie. I, I used have, to watch the. I wanted to see this movie. I watched the cartoon just because we the grew day. up watching the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. I never saw it. Uh, Brendan Fraser went on like. Was a it as run good as Rocky and Bullwinkle? Uh, I saw Rocky and Bullwinkle in the movie theater, man. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> so you? I'm not knocking that. Yeah, I didn't man. see that one. Jason either. Alexander, Robert De Niro. I mean, how can you go wrong with that fucking movie, man? Yeah. What else on this list? Uh, do you remember Vice? I don't. Who was he in Vice? That. Oh yeah, he was the uh, the waiter. Remember, it came came across in that scene where he gives him the menu and he's telling him the specials. Oh, the yeah, specials yeah, yeah, tonight yeah. are uh, total domina- yeah, uh, yeah, domination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's oh, listing all right. these things yeah. that the government is going to do to him and everything. Uh, Hideaway. Hideaway was good. He was the kind of evil scientist that was behind bringing that one kid back to life uh, that was going through all that shit. Not without my daughter he was in. Cabin Boy. Cabin Boy, I can't remember him in. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. And I've watched that recently. Oh, I, just... I think he was the teacher. He was his teacher at the <coughs> the fancy lad school at the very beginning of the really? movie. Maybe. Um, Magnolia. I can't remember him in Magnolia. Yeah, I can't remember Magnolia. 
<coughs> All right, yeah. let's go on to this next one. I love this guy, man. This is one. This has always been one of my favorite character actors, and I'm surprised I didn't put him on my first list. He just has one of those unique looks and plays like w- plays the weasel character better yeah. than like anybody. Yeah, he does. Uh, chill out, Russell. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> Think of that often. Uh, this is the great Kurt Fuller. And like I said, I, I understand people probably don't know him by his name, but if you look up his face, uh, you've seen him in a lot you have a of stuff. Of his man. Face? Yeah, Show he was the one face. off in uh, Wayne's World. Remember when they disarmed oh, Russell? Russell? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, what was the? What was uh, his other? Uh, what was Rob Lowe's character's name? Benjamin. Benjamin. Benjamin's Benjamin. not your friend, Russell. Yeah. If Benjamin was an ice cream flavor, <laughs> he'd be he'd be pralines. And Dick. <laughs> I love when they, he, he takes the berries out of the flashlight. It's all safe. It's all safe. It's all safe. I loved him, and this is usually what I think of. I loved him in a movie most people have not seen, and that's 1988's Miracle Mile. He played, and he didn't even come on until the very last uh, kind of... He was on the roof. He was on the rooftop yeah. as one of the guys. And this was the movie where the bombs were flying. It was like he was trying to buy his, World War he, III. Was, he was the one that drank pounding the alcohol. He was pounding the alcohol and he had rented the helicopter and they took off without him and everything. And he's he's wild, man. He just has his like wife beater on and he's chugging alcohol and he's waiting for the bombs to fly in. Mm. And he was like one of the last people to see it. Like Anthony Edwards is kind of cowering in the corner with his with his girlfriend while Kurt Fuller is like fully all out on I mean, his arms outstretched says here got, they come here they well. come yeah, you're mean, gonna be dead either way uh, you yeah. might as well get him he had that front row seat he had that scene that was like uh, gave you goosebumps though where he was like they're flying they're flying here they come Ugh. and man it just ended with everyone dying it Ugh. was great man cause the whole movie you kinda thought it's gonna be this huge hoax yeah and nothing really happened. And then you saw the bombs. And you're, like, you're like, holy oh, shit. Oh, wait. Yeah. Half of the United States? Very um, rare, rare indie movie. It, well, there. it was capturing on the fear of the American public yeah, at the time. Yeah. 1988. It was, that it was, was good. dead in the middle yeah, of Yeah, you the, didn't know what the Russians were going to do. Yeah. What do you think of when you look at this? This is a great list, too, man. He's got a really great kind of uh, filmography. Here. So there's definitely two on here. Um, no Holds Barred. <laughs> well, he, he, was, he was the uh, like the he fight was like promoter, the right? Fight yeah. Promoter, oh, which he was I, so I don't know funny. how you could, would not see him as that role, yeah, man. He's so great in that, dude. I love and um, guy. and uh, and Ghostbusters Two. Wasn't he kind of like the um, Ghostbusters Two? Now, I just the one with the with the painting, and it had that weird Vigo. Yeah, Vigo. yeah, yeah. Vigo the Carpathian. It had the, it had the the little Weasley guy. That yeah, was, he's from yeah. Uh, Alan McBeal. Yeah. He's Vigo. You're like yeah, yeah. the buzzing of flies to him. <laughs> <laughs> I caught some of this on regular TV the other day too, but I didn't come across Kurt Fuller's character. But wasn't he kind of like um, the guy in the first one that shuts the containment unit down? I kind of no. think that would be perfect for him, but I kinda... Oh, he's the mayor's assistant that has oh. them committed. Oh, that's right. That's that's right. Yeah, he's like, I had them committed to the psychiatric <laughs> that's right. ward. That's yeah. one of my, my, favorite, my favorite things from all of that movie is where the psych guy is like just sitting there listening to Dan Aykroyd and Ernie <laughs> yeah. Hudson. And they turned to uh, uh, Bill Murray and they it's said, like, I, I don't know what these guys are talking about. I think they're all crazy. They're all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> who, was he, who was he in uh, Midnight in Paris? Because I really like that movie. I love oh, I never Midnight saw in Paris. That one. And, I, I and you know what? I'm, I'm really great movie. I'm trying not to like things that that guy does yeah yeah it's a, it's a woody allen even, film but yeah. uh you it doesn't feel like a woody allen it film doesn't. at all too it's such a great movie We're dealing that's with time why travel I like, it's probably why yeah, i like it it's to be it honest deals with, with time travel it has a lot of great actors in it so i'm uh, not sure who he plays it just that. says he plays john 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to rewatch it. He was, uh, I loved him in uh, Eva Destruction, man. Eva Destruction is another one of those movies people don't talk about. It's like a uh, indie offshoot of The Terminator. That was the one with Gregory Hines and the female cyborg. Oh, I think that, I remember that. Yeah, she had like... In, Sounds uh, better than Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because it was like at some point she got it's so Gregory bad. Hines and a female cyborg. At, at some point <laughs> she got so bad where... And she was showed her uh, boobs off through the whole thing, so it was like... Terminator with boobs. So, like, why did we waste that time with Terminator? Meeting in there. Yeah, right. right guys, Terminator with you boobs. Go, you can have an Australian weightlifter that can't speak the language. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really fun. Uh, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, She he was one of the townspeople that couldn't stand yeah. Elvira. Remember they uh, remember where they all kind of uh, ate the food at the potluck and everything, and they all got like... Uh, aphrodisiacs and started uh, flirting with everyone. It was a fun scene, man. I'm trying uh, to remember who he was in a uh, scary movie. Yeah, I haven't seen the first scary movie in so long. I'm going to look it up. He must have played cops. someone's father or something like that in there. Uh, Running Man, Running Man, he was great in. He played one of the sleazy kind of promoters that were, yeah. were getting him uh, uh, with Richard Dawson. Really? I didn't realize he was in there. Yep, yep, very beginning of that movie. Huh. Red Heat, I don't remember him in Red Heat, but he that seems perfect for him. Uh, what else have we mentioned that's on this list? Bonfire of the Vanities... Yeah, that was the only other one on here. Yeah, Crape Fuller Man always adds a great kind of element to his movies. I'm not sure what he's doing now. I bet he's on TV. Like most of these actors, they've all kind of moved to TV or animation if they're not still going with movies. Another guy, this next guy here with, with an impressive... No, he's not dead. Uh, with an impressive resume, though, for sure. And the first thing I ever saw him in, I think, is the first thing on that list right there. And this is the great William Forsythe. 146 movies. Yeah, he's awesome. Where you, what do you think of? Do you think of William Forsythe, man? Oh, man, I, I'm actually trying to think of the movie that I do think of. Like, I, I think he's like a murderer or something like that. I, I'm trying. You're probably right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what it is. Devil's Rejects. Um, maybe it's that. He was the crazy kind of. I think he was actually a bounty hunter or a cop no. I, the a most memorable scene is Halloween 07 when he's like screaming at Michael Myers as a child and like making fun of him and like yelling at uh, Michael's mom and then he gets duct taped to that chair and Michael slits his throat. He is that's he has played scene. an interesting array of characters and a lot of people play him as that wild man, but he can also be played very contained. What do you think of dude? Out for justice, for sure. Out for justice is your, yeah. is your well. You went straight to the crazy guy. It's, the, it's, it's probably it's the, one of the craziest the rampage like, yeah. of. Murdering of just innocent, average citizen people, bystanders. I don't remember that scene that at one. the beginning where he got out of the car. Yeah, and someone had like tapped his car or something, and he just went over to the window and shot him, and didn't didn't even stay to see anything. Went back to his car. Oh wow, he was just vicious, vicious in that movie. But to go on the flip side of that movie, I this is a movie that I loved, and also not a lot of people are huge either. It's not that they aren't huge fans of it. I don't think a lot of people know about it. It's John Frankenheimer's um, Dead Bang. I love Dead Bang with John, Don Johnson. He played that really straight-laced FBI agent that was with him that used to get angry at him for taking the Lord's name in vain. Did we see this recently? Uh, I, I watch it like once a year. Uh, I love Dead Bang. But he, yeah, he played totally straight-laced like FBI guy that yeah. was offended when someone would use the Lord's name in vain. But he was he was really, really good in it. 
Uh, how about some other movies you guys remember? Well, we should mention that first one, that Cloak and Dagger Man. I'm trying to think of who he was. He in was that. the guy that uh, worked at the uh, the uh, arcade, the, yeah, uh, the, the video game. game store that found the disc. No shit. Yeah, he, I think he, he had was, weird look. To yeah, him. he had big, thick Coke glasses, long hair. He played like this dork uh, that you could imagine that would be playing video games in his house by himself all day long. And they had a great. His death scene was great. You know, they, they showed it through the screen. Yeah, like he heard somebody come in and he turned it and you saw his kind of death there. That was a great movie as a kid. Oh, it's good in Dick Tracy. Good I remember Dick his flat top. Uh, yeah, I remember his makeup being all the makeup was just was, incredible in that. Every guy uh, on that it, it crew, looked man. like the fucking comic. You know I, what I mean? I was surprised. Did when it do well? It didn't. Well, I think it made its money, but I don't think critically it was good. I liked it a lot more than most people. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I was I also a kid the, when I saw it. I collected the trading cards. Uh, oh, there yeah. were figures that came out that I loved about it. I thought all those guys, like the Mumbles, uh, Dustin Hoffman's role of oh, Mumbles yeah, in that. Absolutely. Uh, Henry Silva played a crazy one. Uh, the guy who played Prune Face was Al really Pacino good. Pacino was in it, right? Pacino, he played uh, the, main, the main guy. I want Dick Tracy dead! I want him dead! He played that like it was he was going to win him an Oscar. Oh, yeah, no, it was <laughs> great. great. Uh, Stone Cold, man. I don't remember him in Stone Cold, but do you remember that movie with Brian Bosworth? Steve Austin. Oh, Brian Bosworth, it? yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> I, I, was, I, I would have been surprised here, if you didn't know that. I'm sitting here trying to think of, like, what the fuck is Stone Cold? I know it's not the wrestler. Like Lance Henriksen, man. Wow, Lance Henriksen dude, was the I bad forgot guy. about that. There were, like, three or four movies yeah. that the boss did at that time, and I yeah. definitely saw all they of them. Tried to make the the, they tried boss, to make man. him uh, Schwarzenegger and Stallone, and it didn't work. I'm surprised because this was the movie that I thought would do it because Stone Cold was big. Biker gangs, like lots of violence and nudity. That remember the opening scene? He had like a monitor lizard in his house wow. and everything. And it was such a great. Was he Joe Torre in that movie too? God, I can't remember. Other than him and Lance Henriksen, I don't remember anyone the else Yankees in the movie. Yankees manager? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not him. Uh, Raising Arizona, we should mention that was his he his comedic kind of role with him and John Goodman when they escaped from uh, prison together. Yeah. Man, really funny. You should really be breastfeeding him. Yeah. He'll hate you later in life. <laughs> <if> you don't. <laughs> yeah, he plays dumb really well yeah. in that movie. Things to do in Denver when you're dead. Love that movie, man. That was such a great random movie that's so hard to find. Never saw that. Uh, one. He played the crazy fucking substitute. Uh, yeah, he, he was right up uh, to his normal kind of FBI type guy. He played in The Rock, mm. you know. Yeah. Gotti. Gotti. He was one of the members. He Strike was. He was. People? No, he was with Gotti. He was his like lieutenant. Remember, he was the one that was like, "I'll never give you up." And yep, he ended up. Is that the one with too. Armando Santé? Yeah, oh, okay. So good. I haven't seen that in forever. Super underrated movie of yeah. uh, Gotti, man. What were you gonna say? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. William, <laughs> William Forsythe's a god. Yeah. <laughs> he really is. He does great movies, man. Or movies that I find particularly interesting. And the it's interesting that they've uh, they've worked him into... Uh, Rob Zombie's worked him in a couple of his movies. I'm not sure if he was in like 31 or the other one. Do you, do you hear they're releasing... They're going to have like a special... Fo- I don't think uh the was it three to hell is that what it's called three to hell comes out officially in uh on halloween but they're having special four night special preview at the end of september a month before it comes out really and it's over specific cities so maybe orlando is doing one i would actually be interested in going down there to see it because the first day it has a special introduction by Rob Zombie. Day two, it has uh, a making of it at the end. Day three, they give you like this full-size poster oh, wow. with it. And day four, it's something even better. It's like a figurine or something like that. So mm-hmm. they give you something every night special for it. And I guess the day four would have been the big one. Uh, so maybe I'll try to go find out if that's going to be around here. All right. Who we got next there, Dave? He has a lot of under his belt. I Rob- know you guys, re- you remember him from a bunch of these. 
Robert Picardo. Robert Picardo, man. The captain from Star Trek. Captain Picardo. <laughs> What's well, interesting? He wasn't Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, he plays the medical officer. Yeah, he plays the guy that was on the holodeck all the time, and uh, he, yeah, he was like the medical officer, and he would pop up every once in yeah. a while. He's been on a lot of different TV stuff, but this is that type of actor that does a lot of physical and makeup uh, work as well. Uh, like in Legend, you would never even know uh, Robert Ricardo was in there. He but was he, in the the creature in the the, in the, the female swamp. creature in the swamp. Yeah, he yeah. played, and he had to, they. I saw the making of it, and they were talking about him. <laughs> having to be underwater with that application on oh, wow. and then them having to signal him to like he does that like twist move when he comes out of the water and you first yeah, uh, yeah, see yeah, her yeah, it was yeah. really great man mm. some of the special effects in legend were some of the best of the 80s because sure. that was mostly practical yeah almost all practical man you think in talking practical effects uh he was scary as shit in the howling remember he was yep. the guy at the very beginning who was the serial killer that d wallace was going to meet at the sex shop and he turned he was the one of the original don't meet a serial killer at a sex shop uh, serial, <laughs> it's a serial killer werewolf oh god you're fucked <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anytime you combine those two horrible elements together but he was great in that movie, man. Uh, I loved him in... Uh, I'll just jump forward to him in Total Recall. He played Johnny Cab. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah he looked That's just like right. Robert Ricardo. That's and he, fucking he has great. the same voice. Welcome to Johnny Cab. Yeah. I loved him in that, man. Yeah. Uh, I know we all love him as the uh, garbage man from the Burbs. Oh, definitely. Um, it's in the movie. <laughs> Gremlins 2, man. Like, Gremlins 2. Yeah. <laughs> God, I loved him. In, who was he in Loverboy? I think he was the husband of one of the he women, right? The, yeah, he was one of the girls that was... Oh, yeah, God, exactly. Such, like, such a great character actor they threw in that movie, man. It uh, was great when they all like teamed up to go and get him together. Yeah. Like There was like four or five husbands, and they were all like just powerful people in town, like attorneys and doctors and stuff like that. Oh, dude. I need to rewatch that movie, man. Uh, extra intro. I loved That's him. Right. In, I loved him in uh, Back to School. He was the one that was having sex with his wife. I, here's you and uh, Giorgio in the Rumpus Room. Here's your, remember when she he catches you, him, you Mr. Mill, Mr. Millen. No. <laughs> here's you, Georgie. What's with the midget? Oh, what's with the midget? <laughs> <laughs> Such a small role. That was Adrian Barbeau, right? Adrian Barbeau, yeah. yeah. One of my favorite roles was him in Inner Space as the cowboy. Yeah. I loved him in that yeah. role, man. That I loved him so much that you got to... Uh, what was great about that is he was in that small role as the cowboy, but since Martin Short was going to change the features of his face uh-huh. to become the cowboy, literally Robert Picardo got to be in that role yeah. uh, for like a good 20 minutes of the movie. And I yeah. thought it was great to see him do that, man, because he's multi, multi-talented. Uh, Dead Heat, I think he was one of the, uh, damn, I want to say he was one of the uh, cops in some capacity. I can't remember, man. And Star Trek First Contact, obviously, he was that medical officer that popped up. And Explorers, I think he was just a voice. I think he was that voice that those kids keep hearing. Uh, is that all of them on there? Yeah, Robert Cardo, man. 229, he's done voices for shit. He's done, like I said, he's done these thankless things like Legend that unless you even read the credits, yeah. you would never even know that he was He still him, got man. paid. Yep, oh shit, yeah, man. And a great, great role that he had to play out. Now this next guy, this next guy got huge, a lot of movies, man, and now he's kind of doing those great character actor uh, roles later in his he career. He almost doesn't feel like a character actor. He doesn't, though. but you don't see him starring in his own movie. No, you're yeah. Not. So he's, that's the key with character actors. I think they come a, in there and they play that guy. above that. He does, level. just because he had major exposure uh, for a long time, and that is the great Ving Rhames. Yeah. 130 movies under his belt, man. So what do you think, Ving Rhames? Oh, uh, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's Pulp Fiction all day, Oh, you dude. think? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like, that's... 
I mean, just the whole scene in that, you know, army goes su- to Indochina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, just he can't quote much. <laughs> yeah, can't quote yeah. much. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm pretty far, yeah. fun, uh, far from being. Uh, yeah, that's about yeah. the only one. True. Fuck. Yeah, that's that. I mean. Martellus Wallace, man. Yeah, Don't give his wife a foot massage. Yeah. He will throw <laughs> your ass over the, the balcony. <laughs> yeah, no shit. That's true. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. I think a lot of different things when I, I mean, think Bing Rames, man. People Under the Stairs is probably the first thing that I remember him in because yeah. I don't remember him in Jacob's Ladder. He was one of the guys that was in going the, nuts at on the in the platoon okay. who took the uh, – who, who was – okay. Uh, and who was he in Casualties? Casualties of War. He was just one of the uh, the grunts. I think that was. Uh, I don't really? think he was part of the group. He was he definitely wasn't. He wasn't part one of the, of the five. So yeah, he definitely wasn't there. He was great in Dave. I don't remember him from Dave. He was the uh, Secret Serviceman for Kevin Clark. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's fun, man. Yeah. That was a good movie. That was a really good actually, movie. Yeah. And it was kind of a while. wholesome movie, which Sigourney normally Weaver. doesn't appeal to me. But yeah, a wholesome presidential movie. Well, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I think I liked West Wing because because of it that same presentation yeah that. that's true because you know the presidency is a wholesome i mean just yeah for the <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> I, I was trying to make a joke <laughs> you're trying to tell me president trump's not wholesome. oh god i remember uh, one part in in the movie dave like he's going on you know circuit like going and talking to a bunch of people and i think he's at like an auto workers uh you know meeting or whatever and they have like it's almost like that machine that Sigourney Weaver has in oh, Aliens. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and you he know, starts but it's, doing it's the, hand operated. Yeah, he and he's like, doing, like, I the YMCA. once a fish this big. You know what I mean? It's really <laughs> neat. Yeah, it I thought he movie. was hilarious in uh, Striptease. He was the kind of he worked at the, the body he worked at the right? strip club and he was like her bodyguard. Remember, yeah. he couldn't stand the snakes. He was scared to oh, shit, yeah, yeah, of yeah. shit of the snakes that uh, that one stripper had to bring in. Oh, that's right. Where she was getting constricted by it one time. Yeah, like, <laughs> on the ground. This is not my snake. <laughs> he nailed Don King. Nailed it. That was the one. Oh. Remember, I told the story about he won the gold globe for that, that and he wow. gave, he it, gave to it to Jack Lemon. Lemon. He gave it to Jack. I Lemon. went and I looked that up. Oh, and by Crazy, the way, right? I did look up Nick. Nick <laughs> loses his shit, and did it's fucking great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you finally got <laughs> yeah. to see it. I still haven't seen it, so I need. You to still haven't seen it? I'll it's good it. stuff. I'll be the next guy. Um, but I went and I looked that up, it's and great, that was man. fucking awesome. Amazing. It really showed how much of a gentleman Ving Rhames was, where he just gave his award away. They eventually gave him one too, which he gave it away. He got prior. He's like, if I give this away, I'm gonna get one, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think uh, I don't think he did. I think, but he was amazing as Don King. He transformed himself in his way of speaking. And he, yeah, because Don King is a larger than life yeah, figure. Yeah, and it's, and it's a tough rise to that level. Where there's so much video thing, of him. Well, that probably helped him. Probably too. helped him, yeah. but. It's still uh, you have you know what you have to live up to. I loved him in Surrogates, man. He played that dread. He had that long white dreads, and he was the kind of leader of the rebellion. Do you remember Sur- Surrogates with no. Bruce Willis, uh-uh. where no one left their house anymore? They had like a uh, they had like a sim almost that would leave the house, so everyone stayed in their house. So but and so you didn't like know a, if you were talking to. Oh, I had like I an avatar. Kind of yeah, your avatar. That. That's yeah. what it was. Your avatar walked the streets and everything. And uh, he was against having the avatars. Uh, he wanted to watch. Uh, he wanted, uh, and there was a lot of conspiracy theory around him, and people were trying to kill Bing Rams's character. Really great movie, man. One of Bruce Willis's best from the later modern era. Uh, people should check out. I thought he was one of the best things about Dawn of the Dead. He oh, yeah. Was so yeah. great in that role, man. I yeah. think he's brought a ton to the Mission Impossible series. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And there were certain ones they didn't use him enough, but this last couple, I think they realized, you know, you have Simon Pegg and you have Having Bing that Rames, team is, is it's so was critical the greatest. Great. 
Did they have that from the very first one? They didn't, did uh, they? He was, he was in the first one. Yeah, he was in the very first one. Yeah, they were all in it. Because it's basically a Bond movie yeah. if Bond had a support team. Right, yeah. yeah. And, and two or three, And though, it's at it that level, too. I bet they spend as much money now yeah. as a Bond movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But in number two and three, they didn't use him as much. Yeah. They, they used they him like, really sparingly until they Until they realized. found out the formula worked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's another one, and I, I don't think it's Dawn of the Dead. I think it's uh, Zombie Apocalypse. Did you ever see that one? Uh, zombie Apocalypse. No, I haven't seen that. So it's the one where they're up on top of the building, and there's a guy like on another building over there. That's Dawn of the Dead. That's oh, it is? Yeah, and, they have the, yeah. and they have yeah, the yeah, target. Yeah, yeah, the sign. And yeah, they, yeah oh, that's so other. much fun, That was dude. really great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was great in that. Con Air, he was awesome in. Rosewood, he was really good in, which is a oh, touchy yeah. subject around won, here. Yeah. I bet he won something for that, too. Uh, it got some notice, because it it's, should mention a little bit about that. Uh, what town because is it we are Rosewood. No, I know, but where... what? County is, is it's, it in? It's close, like Levy County. Uh, I think Levy it's Levy. Uh, it's either Levy or Marion, but I'm pretty sure it's Levy uh, yeah. because my girl has mentioned. I haven't they changed the name of the town? No, I don't think so. No, no, no. There's Rosewood. a sign there. There's a sign on the side of the road that t- tells Does the story. It's of, front and back. Either you know it well enough that you could recap what happened at Rosewood. I mean, I know there was a slaughter. I mean, so so this is a real true story about a town that happened. That's only about twenty didn't thirty they minutes. Lock, from they us. locked a bunch of black people in a church. Right and burn the church down. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was tough um, movie. Tough movie for sure. They have the the um, Thomas Center here in town. Yeah, the upstairs has a whole. I don't know if it, if it was a rotating thing and they're doing something different, but for a while they had like a, a, a lot of artifacts from right. the Rosewood, mm-hmm. and you walk through and it told you the story. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Well, to get away, the you know the black people jumped on the train um, from there and they came here. You know, they came to Gainesville, yeah. so it's a, um, yeah, it's a it's, it's a, a terrible stain story. On the, uh, kind of uh, yeah, I mean, you know, anytime it's a I go, among street, but a lot of stains, right? Yeah, yeah. Here, um, so. but it's definitely it's worth checking out because a lot of people don't know about it, and it, I think right when it came out, people realized, ooh, this is gonna be a hard movie to watch. Yeah, it was crazy when that came out because I go fishing in Cedar Key all the yeah. time, and you know, so I pass by there all the time, and I and I think about it every time I go through there, and I've gone through there yep. hundreds of times, you know. Um, but yeah, it was crazy to be like, damn, they've actually made a movie and this is like 25, 30 minutes from where I live. Yeah. Like, that's fucking nuts. It's crazy. All right, Dave, why don't you start this next guy? He was your guy that you gave the sneak preview with next week or last week. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. <laughs> Tom Noonan, 83. There's another dude that looks exactly. Oh yeah. He, the he's, way ca- he, he's cast. He, yeah. Specifically because of his height. You know, because I don't know, we'd have to check up Tom how tall Tom Newton is, but uh, he's probably six five, he's maybe six seven, and a lot of those roles, man, in this in, on this list were because six of five, six five, yeah. yeah. And uh, I quote one of his lines all the time. Which one? From Heat. From Heat. Where, where do you get like stuff? Just comes to you. Just. We have to reach up in the air and know yeah. how to grab it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's really good, man. I think the first thing I saw him on was Easy Money. He played Rodney Dangerfield's friend. Rodney Dangerfield had two friends, Joe Pesci yeah, yeah. and Tom Noonan. And Bobby, he was just Bobby all... Bunny drops yeah. in there. Uh, the man with one wet shoe is another one where oh. he, he played one of the uh, kind of... Uh, Assassin s- for the, the CIA. spy guys for the CIA. He had all his teeth pulled, remember? Yep. Oh, man, it was horrible. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, FX, he was great. Remember, he was the guy that they made put the... Uh, uh, he was the one following uh, 
what's his name Brian uh, Brown and he made him put the sailboat into the water at one point to make him uh, send a message and then he ran over and pushed him in the water yeah so that's he was right. just constantly trying to do the kind of surveillance on him not until Manhunter though oh man that was did shit thing. come up did shit go crazy for Tom Noonan Tom Noonan could do almost anything he wanted to after Manhunter but kind of kept to kind of the indie realm he, he's definitely an artist man of a lot of these actors on here that you you get the impression that he's probably uh really method into his roles and everything i know he was in monster squad just to jump over he, was, he played Dracula, he, 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 he played, no frankenstein oh that's six, right seven yeah. or something he's, he's ridiculous six five that's yeah. what he just looked oh up. sorry <laughs> where, where were you, I'm, man? <laughs> I'm thinking about the right. movie, another movie. Well, let's talk Manhunter here for a little bit. Manhunter, a lot of people know it, the story from Red Dragon. It's Red Dragon, but it was before Red Dragon was made. It was called Manhunter, and it was uh, the exact same story done by Michael Mann in 1986. And he was the character that Ray Fiennes eventually played in the other one. Both were great in it. Both were great. The, both, great movies both, were both movies were awesome. great. Yep. Mm, which I would is very suggest if you like Manhunter... You'll like one, you'll yep. like the other. Yep. Both it's just very, very good. Both cast really, really well. In the old version, you had, uh, what's her name? Joan Allen played the blind girl. Yep. You had, uh, what's our guy from Avatar playing the uh, the Weasley guy oh, um, uh, that he tortures first? Stephen Lang. And you have the guy from CSI, Peterson. Is that what yep. his name is? William Peterson. William Peterson plays mm. the main guy and everything. And it was basically William Peterson trying to find this crazy, crazy serial killer. Serial killer that was so crazy that he would put like he would put like a mask put, on like, half his head and he would teeth. put fake teeth in there and he would take yeah. bites, bites out, out of people. people. And then he'd kill them in like this crazy way. Like they had this ingenious idea where they were gonna have this uh, Stephen Lang played this sleazy ass journalist, and they said, "Let's have a we'll we'll do this great thing where we'll have him trash well, the serial think killer." Think about it too. This is a crossover to Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, this was a Silence of the Lambs uh, movie because uh, Brian Cox played Hannibal uh, Lecter. Hannibal Lecter, well played. Who would have thought that anybody could have done as well as Anthony yep. Hopkins? That he was. I'm great. surprised they didn't go with him for yeah, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, me neither. But, yeah, hmm. they did. And uh, yeah, all, they had the great, all three great. Movies. But the scene where he tortured Stephen Lang was scary, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And he set him on fire. He, he yeah. like attached to him. He uh, they did the same didn't thing. He glue him. He glued yeah. him to the wheelchair. Yeah. Unless that was number the the remake. I can't remember. Both of them were pushed remember. in a wheelchair. Yeah. In the remake, it was Philip Seymour Hoffman. But it was right, they did. Yeah. But they were both similar. Deaths. Yeah. And I think even creepier was Manhunter. And because they set him on fire and they uh, threw him, it was like a hill or something. Yeah, past a guardhouse. It was creepy, man. It looked really, really creepy. And uh, just the end sequence when they're playing the "And I Got a Davida" song, and he's like going nuts with uh, Joan Allen. Can't see anything. It's kind of like wait until dark at the end. It was really, really cool. Another movie on here. You remember? Oh yeah, absolutely. The uh, RoboCop two. That's the one I was hoping you'd yeah. say. Um, <laughs> that and uh, Last Action Hero. I loved him in yeah. both of those. As the uh, the butcher. Or yeah, something. He uh, yeah, he had the axe. Yeah, he had the axe. You know, but yeah, dude, RoboCop two. He, and he got to play two roles in that. Remember in Last Action Hero because he played himself, the actor Tom Noonan. Playing him. He oh, played that's Tom right. Noonan, yeah. Where they yeah. were like uh, in the same kind of scene together. It was really yeah. strange. But yeah, yeah, RoboCop 2, man. Loved him in RoboCop 2, man. Absolutely. He played that crazy villain. Yeah, where he they... was a bastard. Kane. Kane, that's yeah. right. I forgot his name. But remember, he like really had that crazy crew with the little kid and the yeah. girl. And even more so when he be- became in that suit. And yeah. You got to see just his expressions change and everything. He mm-hmm. was great, man. 
What else on here? The <coughs> the last one on the list. The last one man. is literally in my top ten of the odds. Oh really? Yeah. I try to remember I saw if I this, saw super this well or done. Not. It looks the girl first of all looked like Ally Mc uh, not Ally McBeal looked like um, Flash Dance Girl. Oh okay, Jennifer Beals is that exactly? Like she her. did look like her. Yeah. Uh, but it had that it had whoever 70s, did this whoever, late it had a 70s early 80s 70s feel. 80s feel to it it captured in 2009 could have been on your indie list well could have been <laughs> but talked about it talked about it and yeah he played in that movie house of the devil it was a very simple concept they uh him and satan worshipers yeah satan worshipers tom <laughs> yeah, noonan and uh, mary warnoff yeah. decided to two heavyweights uh, in the horror yeah, for sure and they end up getting this girl to come to their house under the ruse that she's going to do babysitting. But then yeah. they, when she gets there, she tells them, well, we don't actually have a baby. He said, like, it's our it's our ill kind of uh, grandmother. ill grandmother. Or her, her mother. But her mother. She's up in the attic, though, and she'll never come down. You don't have to worry about it. And I know. I, I spider kind of, sense should have Get been the fuck out of there yeah, right she, now. He like, offered a lot of she money. She needed the money really she badly. She needed the money real bad, and they offered her a shitload and everything. Ugh. And then she had a girlfriend that was going to like be around town for her and everything. And you got to see she gets like shot in the face at one point in the movie and uh you you realize that sounds are coming from the top of the house and you don't know what's going on it was creepy as shit it was probably one of the best like you said one of the best horror movies in the last 10 years and it was very simply done no creepy special effects hardly any blood hardly any blood just tense tense in fact you didn't really even know anything was wrong until halfway or three quarters you of the way through the movie you knew something was wrong when the when the something was when she got when her friend got shot in the face yeah you certainly <laughs> That's what it happened. That was a hint. <laughs> but you always knew something was upstairs, and you did, you knew at one point she was going to have to go upstairs and investigate what it was, and it was, it was or crazy. not, or not. <laughs> but, yeah. I've never seen the astronaut's wife, but it's on my list of movies it to see. It's a it's a time traveling movie. Oh uh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure the astronaut's wife. That's the one with uh, is it Johnny Depp and Charlie Theron? I can't remember. Uh, Anyone on Weird Men mention? Oh, Collision Course. I love Collision Course, and I just mentioned it. I'm one of the random people who who have not only seen it but own it. Is that Jay Leno and Jay Pat Leno Marita? and Pat Marita, man. That's such a fucking great it's movie. It's a funny-ass, like, buddy comedy that you would never expect and that just totally went under the radar, man. Yeah, between that and the Michael Keaton movie we were talking about earlier, those are two major flashbacks. I yeah. forgot about both of those. I of saw Tom Noonan in a, it's in a double. <laughs> he was in a double episode of SVU. Who's this? Tom Noonan. Tom Noonan, and he was a he was a, a paroled <laughs> child sex offender that created a website to help others sex offenders acclimate themselves. How you, what did he look like in this movie? Because he had so many different head, looks. Yeah, but he, beard it was or no creepy beard. as fuck because he was like consulting with the police by telling them what he liked about having sex with kids, and it was oh, oh he was like say. Ted Bundy helping him. Yeah, yeah, well, he had already been paroled, yeah, but yeah. he was a he was a sex offender. Yeah. Child did he have this beard in this movie? Because that, he after a while, he had that. Like he, he had didn't, heat. He he was. He was just super. I can't not see him in that role anymore. Really, it was super creepy. Huh. I wish I hadn't seen it. He was really good in it. <laughs> yeah, he's but it's really like a subject that you don't want your one of your favorite character actors to right. kind yeah. of embody. Yeah. All right, this next actor. Shit, we should have had Dave introduce this one because this is his boy, man. <laughs> and this is over the, to you, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Henya. Dan right. Henya, man. 140 uh, movies, man. And this guy is awesome. I love right Dan from Henya, the very man. beginning. Yep, yep. One of his first movies. He has done TV here and there. I think he played. Damn, he played. Uh, he was he on Cheers or uh, he was on Cheers. He was. was he on uh, Cheers? What's her name's ex-husband? Uh, yeah, because it he, was. Uh, 
Carla's ex-husband. She had another guy that was a yeah. husband too, but this Henry Eddie, was one of Eddie them? was after it. Dan That's Henry right. was the ex. Was the ex. They were okay. never married. Gotcha. He just but he showed up all the time trying to win yeah. her back and then he'd hit on Diane and then he'd hit on the next waitress that came in. He was just a this, there's so many great movies on here. Blood Simple, probably the best thing he's ever done. It's arguably because it's one of Coen Brothers' best films. And we've talked about Blood Simple before. He was the husband that found out his wife was cheating on him and would go to great lengths to find out uh, all the stuff that had happened. He was so great in that. One of my favorite things on here, and I'm glad it's on the list so I can talk a little bit about it, is Wise Guys. God, man, Wise Guys with Joe Piscopo and Danny uh, DeVito. Uh, one of the random gangsters out there. It's been a while out since there. I've seen this movie. He played the head mob boss, and Danny DeVito had like a serious gambling problem, and, and they were supposed to go place a bet, and he didn't do it. And they and were it came uh, in. Well, their job, they were so low on the level of uh, mobsters that their job uh, was to start the car in the morning for the head mob boss because <laughs> there was a bomb in it. So there was a really great scene where Piscopo is going real slow across the street, and he sits down, and all the other mobsters are, are sitting in front of like the uh, the deli outside mm. watching him start the car wondering if it's going to blow up or not and when it doesn't he's like oh. <laughs> but there's, uh, they screw over Dan Henya and Dan Henya uh, I think he there's a scene where they're like <clears throat> threatening him to throw him in this big tank of sharks and everything it's such a great comedy man <clears throat> How about you, Justin? What do you think, Dan Henja? What do you think of? Um, well, again, he was in Clueless. He was um, Alicia Silverstone's yep. dad. Yep. Um, and I'm just trying to like the Adams family, dude. He was great. He was in great. The Adams Adams family. Family. Um, he was like the uh, attorney. Yeah, right? he was the attorney yeah. that was like uh, he was trying he was to like, swindle like, them swindle out of their them money. out with that other woman uh, trying to find the false kind of uh, fester. Yeah. Form and everything. Uh, obviously, Alien <laughs> Resurrection. What's the name of this game? Is there a God? I just remember when the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wednesday From Tuesday Adam's had, family? Yeah. Had yeah. Yeah. strapped in the electric, electric chair. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I loved him in Alien Resurrection, man. As he, oh, he owned the. He, uh, that movie, that, that role was great for yeah. him. He. He was the one who owned the like space station, basically. That he allowed was the, he- the military head yep. of that space station. And like, they, there was a scientist crew and a military presence. Yeah, and, and they like were the testing general. aliens and stuff like that. But yeah. when shit got bad, he was like, "Remember him waking up and he just hit oh, the, yeah. uh, the panic button and yeah. everyone was starting to flee." And he took uh, he took one for the team there, yeah. man. That got the great. back of his brain yeah, stem just like he just reached snatched back out, and stuck his hand in uh, the hole. Um, he was the uh, head bad guy in uh, Commando. Yeah, yeah, yep. he was in playing like this crazy accent that he never did yeah. before. Man, yeah. I loved him in Dick. He played Richard Nixon. Do you remember that? That's the one no. with Michelle Williams and Kirsten Dunst, and it was took place obviously during his. And he played Nixon. He played Nixon. Oh wow! And they it was a comedy. It was super funny. Okay. So they went on a trip, and uh, <clears throat> they accidentally saw them talking about. Watergate, and so uh, the they were gonna get rid of him. They were gonna like get rid of the two high school girls that had seen it. And he invited them in, and they loved his dog. So he allowed them to uh, walk the dog, and they were like, "We brought you these brownies and everything," and realized they didn't realize they or cookies, and they made pot cookies for him. So he was getting stoned through the whole movies, and he kept asking, <laughs> "Where are those cookies? You gonna bring those cookies back to me, girls?" <laughs> Super funny movie, man. Just to see him play, he was a very good Nixon in it too. Uh, who else we got here? Uh, well, who was he in Ransom? Uh, Ransom is a good question of who he was, man. I haven't seen Ransom forever. Ransom One was a cops. great movie, man. That's Mel Gibson, right? Yeah, that's Mel Gibson and uh, Gary Sinise, and I'm not sure who he plays in Ransom. Is it the one where the kid pees his pants at the end? 
Yeah. And you, yeah. And yeah. you, you knew at that moment. Oh, yeah. That was the first time we had seen Donnie Wahlberg come in and play That's like right. this really great yeah, character. He was, he was the sympathetic one yeah. that was trying to give the kid food and everything. I love Gary Sinise running Mel Gibson through those routines uh, like a la uh, Die, Die Hard. Hard oh, three. No, uh, Dirty Harry. Just but Die Hard 3, too. Uh, just says his name example. was Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown? Brown? I know yeah, Jackie Brown. That's, that's what it says his name was <laughs> on IMDb. Uh, uh, Night at the Roxbury, he played the dad of uh, Chris Kattan mm-hmm. and Will Ferrell. Yeah, that <laughs> You was fuck great. up, need to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> He's so great in that. Him, me, me, him, me, him, him, me, me, him, me, me, score! <laughs> <laughs> I love Night at the Roxbury, man. Uh, that's when I fell in love with Will Ferrell. Um uh, Joe versus the volcano, running scared. I think running scared, he played the chief of police on that movie. Pacific Heights, I'm not sure he was in Pacific Heights. Tightrope, another one he had to have played the cop, one of the cops on Tightrope, man. He, he wasn't one of the... I see, I always get... He well, tightrope is the one where they raped the girl at the beach. Tightrope was the one that wasn't Dirty Harry. It's not a Dirty Harry movie. People think it's a Dirty Harry movie but it, because it was done well, What's the, the one that I'm time. thinking of? The uh, girl that has impact. revenge. Sudden Impact. Sudden impact. <clears throat> tightrope was the one where he was kind of a dirty cop and everything. There was something weird going on in Tightrope. I can't remember it. It wasn't as good as the Dirty Harry movies, but <clears throat> you watched it thinking, because you're watching Clint Eastwood during that whole era playing a cop, and you're like, how is this not a Dirty Harry movie? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, his name's not Callahan. I know, man. <laughs> and I, I don't think Dan Henya's with us anymore either. I think he's passed too. Why don't you check that out for us, just so we can give him his due. <laughs> or kill him. No, man, he would have went on to do some seriously great stuff. Um, it just says, born July 24th, 1940, does not say. Huh. Then he's not dead. Then he's not dead. I'm wondering what he's been doing, man, because Dan yeah, was a... being old. Yeah. yeah. Co- collecting his what residual check. Like, fucking born? retired. When was he born? Uh, July 24th. No. What year? Uh, 1940. Yeah. 40. He's 80. 89. No, yeah. 80. 40? 60, 60 and 20. 70, yeah. I'm looking at internet stuff, so you guys do all yeah. the math. Oh, sorry, we were, we were lost. <laughs> all right, one of our next it's, big dogs here is another actor who very similar to like Ving Raymond, <laughs> where you where you forget that you you kind of want him to be it's a fifty nine. Fifty nine. Wait, what? <laughs> huh? It's fifty nine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna let you guys go. I'm just there. fucking with you. <laughs> All right, this next one. Like I said, this is similar to Ving Rhames. He's done so much big stuff that you forget how much of a kind of a character actor he is when he can come in and he can nail it. One of the best well, things he's he ever done. The, one of the biggest movies in history was... Yeah, I mean, I mean, but he was a character actor in that movie, a co-star for sure. And this is the great Ernie Hudson, 239 yes. flicks, man. Arguably my favorite thing, and I, it, it's hard not to think uh, Winston Zedmore from uh, Ghostbusters when you first think uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Ernie Hudson, but for me, the best thing he's ever done, and he will ever do, in my opinion, is The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. Yep. He was so friggin' amazing in Hand That Rocks the Cradle. He played the mentally challenged guy. Mm-hmm. I kind of remember oh, it. Man, he yeah. was so good. You would have. Sean would've... Penn tried to do it nearly wrecked his career. He should have done it Ernie Hudson style. Yeah. And Ernie Hudson yeah. saved the day, man. That yeah, was such did. a great, great role by him, man. That was a creepy uh, movie. Was creepy, man. Uh, Rebecca De Mornay got you looking at her different after yeah. watching that movie because she was vicious, man. Just seeing and it was those simple things that they did in that movie that you knew were wrong, but it wasn't like it wasn't like I'm. It wasn't even as creepy as I'm trying to kill you. Was 
her breastfeeding yeah. someone else's child. Oh, yeah. Or trying to seduce the uh, the husband from uh, who played Mahoney's replacement in the Police Academy movies. Oh, that's he, right. That's the, uh, the husband. Can you really replace Mahoney? He was good. <laughs> I, I loved him. He also played Lloyd Braun in the Seinfeld uh, episodes. Uh, he was really great in that. Uh, but... So what do you guys think of other than maybe Ghostbusters and Hannah Rock's Cradle? And I love ones? him in the cowboy way. Oh, yeah. yeah. William Pickett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's great when he's riding on the horse through the uh, streets of New York and everything like that. Love and, the cowboy way, man. Yeah, that's a fun movie. He was a good comic relief for Leviathan. Oh, he was great in that role. You, you kind of thought he was going to be doing that type of character the rest of his life, too, because he played that guy that... Uh, you know, that just laughed and made a joke in a bad situation. He had some of the best lines from he Leviathan. Did. When, uh, remember Meg Forster came over and said, you guys have been through hell. Ben, hell we are still here. <laughs> <laughs> or almost in the same scene, she's like, try to get some sleep. I ain't going to get any sleep again in life ever. ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> or even at the end where he, like, right before he died, the sharks yeah. were, uh, they got out of that horrible situation under the water oh. and the sharks appeared and he was like, talk about having a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, like, gave himself to, let, like, the wrestle in the shark to save the other two, man. Oh, wow. It was great in that movie. Just know if the oh, three of us are in the... Course. <laughs> If the figure us in the water, I'm not wrestling sharks to save you. It's, it's kind of an all men for themselves <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's so crazy. He was in Collision Course also in this movie. I remember him in the Octagon. He had like a small, small role as one of the uh, uh, kind of uh, muscle for hire guys that were there to uh, kind of be the Yeoman Johnsons and just, <laughs> just get killed. Super small role. And, but Who he didn't he have to wait long diaries? until he had to go to Ghostbusters. What's that? Who was he in the Basketball Diaries? Now, that's interesting who he could have been in the Basketball Diaries. That's a good question. I wonder if he was – was he his um, – was he I'm wondering if coaches? he was his guidance counselor. Uh, do you remember the Basketball Diaries with Leonardo DiCaprio? I never saw that one, man, actually. It was so good. Yeah. It was good. really good in that, man. That was. It where took me a while to see it. Leo and Mark Wahlberg showed their props hardcore in that movie, man. Mm. Really good. Uh, also, in, uh, I loved him in uh, The Crow. He was the cop. The main detective that was trying to figure out what was going on with Brandon Lee. Uh-huh. Really great. No Escape. I love No Escape, man. We don't talk No Escape enough. Yeah, I haven't seen that in so what long. That was with Ray, uh, Ray, Ray Liotta. Liotta gets dropped on the prison planet. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was yeah, like yeah, Lord yeah. of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. And then on one side, you had Ernie Hudson. Lord of the Flies. And, uh, Lord of the Flies. Yeah. <laughs> it could be Lord of the Rings. I've seen Lord of the Rings I saw, now, no, so or- I can tell you it's not. No orcs in there. Yeah. But yeah, that was like the Lord of the Flies where it was him and Kevin Dillon on one side and they had that crazy guy from uh, Zorro on the other side. I don't want Kevin Dillon on my side. <laughs> no, this was the good Kevin Dillon. Yeah. <laughs> this is the kind of silly I, I can't... I'm trying I won't to, kill Vietnamese people. I'm trying to remember <laughs> like who he was he, in... Uh, when he bit the beer can and handed it to the lieutenant in a platoon. Oh, he bit the beer can? I don't even remember he, that. He... Crushed the beer oh, can, yeah. bit it, Oof. and then gave the oh, butt gotcha. bit. That's right. That hurts my teeth. I'm trying to remember who he was in Airheads. I think that was he a was, fun fucking movie. I, I think he was one of the was station that, uh, managers. Was that... Because Joe Montana Brandon was Frazier. one of the main... When they ho- yeah. hold the Adam radio Sandler. station yeah. hostage. Steve, Steve Buscemi, Adam Sandler, and Brandon Who was Frazier? the one yeah. craw- crawling through the ductwork? I think that was Joe Montaigne. Joe Montaigne. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That was a fun movie. So he was either he was either one of the cops or uh, station or one people. Of the, the station. Yeah, that's what uh, he had recently done a con with uh, some of the Tell Him Steve Gaves guys, and they did a panel with him, and he talked about how he was 
he was always excited when he got the uh, got a role or this agent said I got this great role for you and he says it was he says almost always police captain mm-hmm. teacher yeah. guidance counselor that type of role man it's just would come through bunch, man well that's why 239 movies I mean you're gonna get that type of thing especially if you're that's a character a, actor Congo I mean, was awesome 239 too. movies it was great in Congo means I you've Congo. worked with everybody yep. oh yeah really? oh yeah. yeah I mean you look at how you many you can't not have worked with everybody yeah at that point it's true everyone knows you and they know you're a professional in this type of uh kind of like what's his most setting. dramatic role uh hand of rocks the cradle hand of rocks the cradle. yeah definitely his most dramatic maybe basketball diaries I basketball forget. diaries uh but then remember he went on for oz that's he, right he, he was warden glenn yeah in yeah. oz yeah, yeah. he was good he was great in oz man that, that's arguably one of his best things he's did because he's like he, i'm doing television screw this movie stuff <laughs> he was a scumbag he eventually became like a scumbag yeah. in that movie uh show but it didn't start out that way it was he was a really great performance in there and he was a miscongeniality which i know people love but i haven't seen it so i can't talk about what he had done in there but yeah yes. ernie Andrew hudson Bullock. Yeah, he's so uh, great I, i'm very interested in how they're going to work him into uh the new ghostbusters movie which you should mention how excited i am that paul Rudd is part of this thing. Oh, really? That is a step in the right direction that they just hired. Uh, Jason Reitman just hired Paul Rudd for the new Ghostbusters uh, movie. He's going to be kind they of even, a little Murray character. A, he posted a great video of him in front of the Ghostbuster uh, house. Uh, that huge I fire department. The huge fire department. Yeah. And he like turned the camera around. And he's like, I'm going to be out here to tell you guys that I just became part of this little movie here. That's fucking <laughs> great, dude. And people were like, and there is like, almost every time you go to a honored franchise like that if you go online and you look at the comments and everything nothing but people shitting on the ideas and everything zero people are unhappy with Paul Rudd being cast in the uh, I like Ghostbusters movie because he is that every man that he could easily be one of these new Ghostbusters and it'd be great but Ernie Hudson the, he, he has to be part of it he was part of the uh the Melissa McCarthy one. It was arguably one of the only good cameos done well, yeah, done I mean, well in that. I didn't uh, see it. Uh, it was good. I liked it. it. I liked Aykroyd. I, I like Dan Aykroyd. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Um, I like Dan Aykroyd's little cameo there as the cab driver. Yeah. I didn't like Murray's uh, no, cameo. No, Murray played like the pecker yeah, role like in it. The skeptic guy. The skeptic. Yeah. Uh, and they like killed him off, uh, shot him out the window and shit. Yeah. <laughs> but then Sigourney Weaver came on... Uh, at the end, in the end credits. I just really hope they're talking to Rick Moranis, man. Uh, that he's, would be interesting to see Rick Moranis. He's got to do it. I would man. love to see him work that in there. Well, they're wondering the uh, the rumor around the rumor mill is sick. that Paul Rudd is, is Oscar. Grown up. Oh, wow. And I could see that, you know? The baby? The baby, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's a little old to play that. Cause that uh, no, I don't think so. Well, yeah, depends but, when they. Well, set the, the thing movie. with Paul Rudd yeah. is Paul Rudd's fifty, but he plays super young. Yeah, but if he was a baby in say eighty-five, that's ten years. Yeah, he is a little old for that. Yeah, yeah, but he does play young, longer than he. Maybe really it's is. in the future. Yeah, yeah who knows? <laughs> it can be anything. I would lose my shit if they work time travel into the Ghostbusters. Oh, that'd be awesome! Holy dude. crap, that would be really amazing. Uh, it's in great hands. Jason Reitman is an and amazing. Even if, they, even if they did, though, unfortunately, they still can't bring back Egon. <sighs> they can't. But <laughs> oh, him being Egon's son or something like that would be good. Uh, no, because that would be. I. They really don't have to follow the 1985 timeline to be honest. It will make some people happy, but you know. whatever. Yeah, they'll have some sort of connect with him in there and everything. So, all right. Why don't you work us off with your guy there, man? 
Uh, we're going to go to this guy right okay, here. We'll go there. All right. I'll let you do the next one, too. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, all right. So this is, uh, with 91 movies, uh, Michael Pena, uh, who is just fucking great, huge right man. now, man. And he's so yeah. much fun. He is so much fun. He, he adds a lot to people's movies and everything. And there's so many great roles on here. It's hard to not. <laughs> yeah. Ant-Man's hard. It's hard not to love that role the most. I do love his role probably observe and report oh my god man you gotta just listen to me i'll show you the way (laughs) like is that the one when with seth rogan they take him out to the they take him out to the like block and then kenny powers does a cameo no you're thinking of 30 minutes or less no. no, wait, you no, you are thinking. Yeah, what Danny Powers plays the mobster. Yeah. Or no, uh, or like gangster the on the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was literally the funniest yeah. scene. That wasn't, I'm not sure Michael Pena was in that scene. No. That no. was just Seth Rogen and Kenny Powers. I'm and, just uh, fine to figure Danny out McBride. if that's the movie. That's the movie, yeah. <laughs> Remember, he, it's in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the movie. Yeah, that's where he's the fuck up. Uh, he mall was, security yeah, guard. And he meets well, the other fuck up mall security Because I remember Paul Blart Mall Cop and this one came this out one about was the better. same time. Oh, yeah. I like this um, one way better. Yeah, yeah. No, Seth it was Rogan, ran, uh, raunchy too, which I thought Seth was Rogen stopped taking his medication yeah. and like basically just started uh, going Pena. crazy. I think it was Michael Pena stopped taking his medication. No, it was Rogan? Seth Rogen, yeah. Really? Michael Pena was the one that was just like doing shitloads yeah, of yeah, drugs yeah. Yeah. and like stealing shit from the mall. I like, didn't realize, I forgot Seth Rogen was on medication. Yeah, so no, I thought he, he was just. He kind quit of that taking way. it and like slowly kind of just went insane. I love and the, like at the end, dude, like he takes on like 25 police officers mm-hmm. and like beats the shit out of a lot of them. That was a great them. movie, man. Yeah. yeah. Ray Liotta played the cop in it. Uh, yeah. Dealing with the flasher in the, in the mall yeah. parking lot. And Which is a weird role Ferris. for him to do because he doesn't take silly that often. Yeah. yeah. I love the two Asian guys. God has given me two of you. Yeah. I lose one, I got another the one. The woos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were great. But man. yeah, dude, Michael Pena's character in that and like his lisp and stuff yeah, like that yeah. is just so good. Like, I'm here with you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, he was so good. But Ant-Man, my God. Oh, yeah, absolutely. See, you've seen the first Ant-Man, so, and he did his spiel in that yeah. movie where he goes he on his random rants. Yeah. And, ah, so great. Man. Uh, the end of Watch. End of Watch, man. It was great. End of Watch doesn't get enough love anywhere, and it was a phenomenal. One of the best police movies ever made, uh, really. L.A. too, right? L.A. police movies. You got Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael Pena are these... Uh, like beat they're cop. not rookie cops, but they've beat they're cops. beat cops, and you just get to see what they have to deal with on the on the daily. You know, it's kind of like Training Day, but not as kind of conspiracy theory yeah. bound. Basically, what the real shit. It's what it is. Deal. It's what I uh, like and what it they really had do. some difficult scenes in that movie, man. And then it, it had a kind of a crazy a, a crazy ending, man. Which we won't, won't we'll give away, it but that. it was really really great. He wins the lottery. Yeah. I had to do it. <laughs> speaking of thirty minutes, speaking of thirty minutes or less, though, uh, he had that great scene where he was the guy who came in uh, to. Uh, he was going to deliver the money to him. Remember, he had that funny ass that, that the one line that killed the whole movie where he did the contra line. He's like, "What code, man? Like A B A B select star select star." <laughs> yeah, I'm down, I'm down, like, right? Yeah, that's just great. Uh, he just came in that for that really small role. World Trade Center, man. He World Trade Center was probably one of his Very first. Dramatic. That and Crash were his, his kind of his coming out party, really. He was good in Shooter. I don't remember Shooter. That was the one with Mark Wahlberg, right? Yeah. And Danny Glover. I, I can't, don't. I can't be positive that I've seen it. What was it, he in dude, that? Dude, it was actually really good. Um, so... 
Mark Wahlberg is brought in to like keep an assassination attempt from happening. He's like a you know a sniper. He's like the best, and you know everything like that. It all goes um, tits up, right? And so what <laughs> happens is is they're actually setting him up because they're going to assassinate somebody or Typical. attempt to, yeah. Um, and then they're going to you know make him the mm-hmm. fall guy, Patsy. And exactly um, <laughs> when it and, comes to shooting yeah, assassination, yeah. it's we already established it's Patsy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so as he's getting away, um, as Mark Wahlberg's getting away, uh, Michael Pena is an FBI agent. Oh, nice! And he like kind of comes across him and like disarms him. You know, Mark Wahlberg basically like kicks his ass. Yeah. Um, and so he, <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and so, but like Mark Wahlberg tells him like, yo, it's a setup da, 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 and like gives him information that like nobody else would know. And so like he kind of becomes a crucial, yeah. yeah. Um, as he sees like this conspiracy is building, you know what I mean? Like, and he eventually goes to help Mark Wahlberg and it's a good movie. He's great yeah. in it. I loved his uh, small role in American Hustle. Remember, he played the sheik. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he came on that's to right. play the sheik that was not really a sheik. Yeah. And he, he knew Man, it. He, he only <laughs> knew a few words and everything. And remember that tense moment when De Niro started talking to him in his like uh, native tongue? Mm. And everyone like froze. Right. And Michael, it surprised you when Michael Pena actually came back with a response. And it like everyone was like, holy shit. I don't yeah. know where he went and learned a couple of phrases. Because he told him, he says, I know a little bit, but not much. But it was like, that's a great example of a great character actor. Uh, he came into that movie for that like small little twenty minute scene, and he killed it. Uh, I don't remember in Battle of Los Angeles. I don't think that was one I saw. Um, he was uh, he was kind of like a civilian who was being rescued by um, the the soldiers that were going in there, like because okay. they were on a recon mission to do that. Um, he, he played one of the soldiers, or no? He no, he was a civilian, guys. and he had um, he had his son with him through the movie. Um, well, yeah. a great movie where he did play a soldier was that Fury Man, the tank movie. Yeah, I, you know, I don't really remember man. that one. Man, you um, need to rewatch it. It was good. Man. I remember it being really good, though. I remember being angry. I thought they should have, shouldn't have held that position. They should have just moved on. Was it based mm-hmm. on a true story? Yeah, I think it was. It was yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, beyond that, though, just those guys taking on what they took on, and a lot of great like actors in that movie that really you you felt that they were in this these roles super deep like john bernthal the mm. guy who plays the punisher and shane in the walking dead yeah. was so good in it uh brad pitt and probably the best was uh shia labeouf yeah yeah shit that trailer you sent me looks really good. yeah dude it does look good yeah. i don't remember the it? name uh, of it falcon and uh peanut butter and the falcon yeah falcon and the, uh, the the peanut butter <laughs> the the Pe- peanut, butter peanut butter cup falcon, falcon. Mm. it's about uh, a kid with uh in it i think it's a true story right I, I'm, I, not I, I'm not sure not sure yeah. it's a kid with down syndrome who wants to be a wrestler and shia labeouf is just this kind of guy that he runs across that says well you should follow your dream i'll get you there and they're on like a road trip he like basically i guess kidnaps this kinda, down yeah, syndrome kinda, kid yeah and this he's gonna get some uh, real notice this Down Syndrome kid in this movie because he looks like he's really good in it. Yeah, he's very functional. Does he have Down Syndrome? And, uh, oh yeah, he's definitely got Down Syndrome, but he's very functional, and you can tell that it's one of these kind of great relationship movies with him and Shia LaBeouf, and it's going to completely uh, change people's opinions of Shia LaBeouf, which yeah. I always thought he had. He was a next level actor who was not Hopefully getting the roles. It changes people's opinion about people with Down Syndrome. That too, yeah, I'm sure I mean, it will. For sure. So that'll be an interesting one to uh, pop up. Other movies just to mention with Michael Pena that we may not have uh, talked about here. Lincoln Lawyer. Uh, Is that the one with Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, the Matthew yeah, McConaughey. I've seen it. I've seen it only once. So you know that was actually about a lawyer? 
yeah. here in Gainesville. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I do remember I did that. Know that. Uh, Cesar Chavez, uh, he did The Martian, which was a lot of Cesar fa- Chavez, I wonder who he played. Yeah, in. I'm not sure. I think I think I had looked it up, and I thought he was someone uh, very... Because he was the head of the United Workers in California yeah. that Bobby Kennedy met with a couple of times. Yeah, could have been him. That's who could he If he, he played, played him, that'd be crazy. Uh, yeah, I'll have to look it up. I'll look it up when we're looking at the next one. Uh, I'm trying to remember who he was in The Martian. The Martian, he was just one of those actors that were on the... Uh, because remember, they, you Which dealt one with... Which was Martian? Uh, that was the one where they left, uh, or Matt Damon got left. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There. But it was, he was one of those astronauts that went home that... Remember, they had that really solid cast, and they, the movie started with them, and then they just went away. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. And then it was just Matt Damon's show through the whole rest of the movie. And then he I think the at the very end, you saw him. Built the food. Yeah. He, yeah. yeah, it was based on that bestseller. It was good. It wasn't like uh, phenomenal, but I thought it was, it was, okay. uh, that was yeah. decent. Um, and he did play Cesar Chavez. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so we definitely have to check that movie out. All right, man. This, this last one, we left this last guy uh, for a reason. We left this last guy for last. And what was the reason? Because he's awesome. Because he's okay. fucking great. He's man. great. He kind of epitomizes what we what I love about character actors, what you think about character actors. This guy gets no friggin' love. You can mention his name all day long to people. Nobody and no one will know who the fuck he is. But yeah. if you showed his picture, people were like, holy shit, yeah, I remember him. He's part of my childhood. And uh He's a big part of childhood. His name is Al Leong. Al Leong. So if you listen to this, check up Al Leong. It's uh and his last name's L E O N G and you will be presented with the face of uh, someone that you grew up with and you remember yeah. seeing hundreds of times. How many movies we got here listed? One. 71. Oh, how many oh. do you have listed? Yeah, one, two. I'd three. say just guessing you'd probably have 20 there. Yeah. I mean... These movies are phenomenal. Should yeah, every one of them is... Should is, we run through the name of the movies and then we'll just go back and we'll talk yeah, about them all? absolutely. All right, we're going to give this guy his due here because he's played so many great... In a lot of these movies, he is... He is in some of these movies for probably 60 seconds. Yeah, maybe. Yep, but he's the guy that has such a unique look. I'm wondering what his uh, nationality is. We should look uh, that up. Well, you he almost read off looks the Vietnamese. list. He looks Vietnamese to me. Or Cambodian. Uh, so, Al Leong, here's some Vietnamese of the movies. Cambodian. And this was starting in 83, so we got Twilight Zone, My Science Project, Running Scared, Big Trouble Little China, Lethal Weapon, Action Jackson, Die Hard, They Live, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Black Rain, I Come in Peace, Death Warrant, The Perfect Weapon, Showdown in Little Tokyo, Rapid Fire, Hot Shots Part Due, Last Action Hero, Beverly Hills Cop 3, The Shadow, Double Dragon, Escape from L.A., The Replacement Killers, Godzilla, Lethal Weapon 4, and The Scorpion King. It wasn't Lethal Weapon 4. That's interesting. How did they work that in there? Was it a flash? I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering if it was a flashback or if they just tried to throw him as a different character in there. (laughs) I know, right? That would have been weird. None of us noticed, yeah. Because I think arguably where people's mind go the most would probably be Lethal Weapon, right? Do you think that's probably the most recognizable one? It's definitely his most exposure he's ever had. You think? Yeah, because Big Trouble Little China... Is a great movie. I'd argue maybe Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure as maybe. Genghis Khan. As Genghis Khan, yeah. yeah. He was on screen a lot. But Lethal Weapon that. was a phenomenon when it came yeah. out. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And and that scene where he tortured Riggs yeah, with the, with the electricity. Uh, the electricity, and he had that great kind of build up by uh, Gary Busey. This is Endo. Endo doesn't uh, believe you in did anything. A, you yeah. kind of did a tribute to him in uh, Silent Dove with Gary's character with her. Oh, absolutely. Him up. That was totally based on that because he day. turned around, yep. wasn't paying attention. And Mel Gibson fucking didn't yeah. wrapped his arm, legs around him and just took yep. him out. Uh, now, some of these, like I said, like in Twilight Zone, <laughs> he was just in that segment where he was in Vietnam at the beginning. Uh, 
Big Trouble in China. It's obvious he was part of the uh, the uh, clans Wu- that they were fighting. The, I was going to say the Wu Tang clan. No, <laughs> no, I don't think it was them. They um, so he is Chinese American. Nice. Um, he was born in Louisiana. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that definitely takes care of the America part. Yeah. <laughs> and man, it's get more American than that. It's yeah. got to be great to have such that unique look, and that he must have just gone in those circles where he would just go from one to another. He couldn't cut that hair for like two decades. No, I'm sure of it. I I mean, it just... Because just in 88, he did Action Jackson, Die Hard, and They Live, man. That was just 1988. I mean, there's so many of these movies. Man, he stayed busy two, three... I mean, I'm sure you didn't list everything he did in a year, but he stayed busy, man. So what are some of your favorite roles he's played, probably? Um, A couple here for I mean, my... You know, it's got to be... Just blanking on the name here. Lethal Weapon. Um... You know, that scene where he's got rigs tied up, you know, that's that's definitely, like, my most memorable scene. He's got the sponges, and he's electrocuting him, and, like, oh, dude, yeah, you know. I mean, um, it's crazy. And he's just such an ass kicker, <laughs> Die, man. Die Hard, he was one that, uh, remember, he broke the glass and stole the uh, the candy bars? Yeah. Why they were pinned down? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> and he just started eating them. I thought that was a they hilarious had, he had, thing. He had a lot of screen time for, on in that and in Big Trouble. Big Trouble is obviously my thing that I remember him from, and he was just in every, like, <laughs> sequence when they were fighting and uh, when they opened that door. I remember when Jack Burton opened the door saying, we just got to go this one length. Yeah, uh, and he's, yeah. It's, it's an easy going from here on out. And he opens it. Boom. I think we're trapped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really good, man. Yeah. Um, perfect weapon. Perfect weapon, man. You know? yep. And that's the thing is like, like you said, I mean, some of these movies, like I don't necessarily remember him in I Come in Peace. Yeah. Um, but I guarantee you he was in it at some point. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, um, he he was just such a good. <laughs> it's on the list. So. Yeah, well, yeah, but <laughs> I, don't I mean, think he probably is. But what I I just mean like I may not have noticed him, but like I can totally see him being in that movie yeah. because he just I mean part of the roles that he has was he was just a stunt man. You yeah. know what I mean? He doesn't have any speaking but roles. But for him, he's one of those usually character actors just blend into the background. I pick and pick him out. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, every from, time, every yeah. time. Yeah, and he's not necessarily always doing action type stuff too. A lot of these stuff, he just has a gun in his hand, you know, and he's right. just walking through the the water like he did in Twilight Zone or similar with Die Hard. I'm not sure we get to see him do anything badass in Die Hard other than stealing candy bars and everything, but he's there. Uh, yeah, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was one of the great ones that they put him in that he could just shine as being really funny. And he must have loved being part of that, man. Uh, it, all those guys that got to play those random historical characters in, big, uh, in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was just must have thought this was like the shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what else we got on here? Uh, Last Action Hero, man. Yeah, I forgot he was in Last Action Hero, too. Rapid Fire. You remember Rapid Fire? That With was Brandon, the, uh, Lee? Brandon Lee. Yeah, one. I do was remember that. Powers that. Booth was the bad guy in that? I can't remember. I think uh, maybe the shadow. He was one of the uh, the guys in the shadow. Man, that's one of my movies that I think I like more than most people. Double Dragon. That was kind of a Escape shit. from L.A. That that's kind of one you like show. more than most I people. I hate Escape from L.A. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you that put it on was, here. To be honest, that with one you. was a shit show too. <laughs> was uh, he riding the wave? I never saw it. Ah, don't look, don't even talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible, horrible. It's two thumbs down in circle formation. Yeah, we have, <laughs> we have to pull up who he played in Lethal Weapon Four. If he played Endo, then it's definitely a friggin'. Uh, 
uh, a look back at it, and they just gave him credit for it. He was in 98's Godzilla, which arguably wasn't uh, anything to brag about, but he <laughs> was in it. Uh, the Replacement Killers was an awesome movie we haven't talked much about with, uh, what was it, Chow Young-Fat and uh, Michael Rooker and uh, Mira Savino. I always love that huh, movie. That is a good movie. Uh, Showdown in Little Tokyo, another great Brandon Lee. So he was in several Brandon Lee movies, uh, two, in, two in a row, Showdown in Little Tokyo and then Rapid Fire. Uh, do you remember Showdown in Little Tokyo? Uh, that was the one with, with Dolph Lundgren, Lundgren man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Where they bring the guy into the interrogation room, and that guy, like, uh, Harry carries himself, like, uh, right in the next room. They don't realize he had a knife on him. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the one with uh, Tia Carrera in it? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I remember was, that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can pull that clip of him just going, yeah. <laughs> I remember I try to do one. that sometimes, but yeah. we're laughing over yeah. it, so it doesn't always work out. Uh, <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a nice clean one, Justin. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it was as good as that. Well, that one was forced. <laughs> was it natural, man? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find out who he was ben here. Scorpion I'm looking it King. up. Um, is he still around with us too? Uh, you're asking me to do too many things. Oh at man, once too many here, things. Bud. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, since he's the last one, I want to uh, go on to something that people should check out. Uh, I just came aware of this on uh, just a couple days ago. CNN's doing a great weekly special now on Sunday nights at 9 o'clock called The Movies. And what's interesting is... It's got a great time to, slot. <laughs> yeah, 9 o'clock, Sunday night. Well, most people DVR in that shit anyways, but... That's true. Uh, it's I forget just, people It's all about the movies. It, it sounds like they're almost stealing ideas from us here, is what I'm saying, because what? they put out promotional uh, stuff this week on Twitter, and they've been blasting on Twitter, and a lot of celebrities have been doing it. And one of them is... Uh, name your five movies that if you only could watch these five movies for the rest of your life, what would they be? So these lists of five movies has been like going around on Twitter, and I'm like, what the hell's going around here? There's people you should contact them and say, hey, <laughs> we'll sell you 93 episodes worth of content. <laughs> uh, so I know yeah, right? they're going to be they're going to be talking about. Uh, They've been showing clips of like Molly Ringwald talking about on the set of like Breakfast Club and Sixteen Candles, and it looks like they got these really great stars yeah, to come on and talk about. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It. It, it's going to be amazing. I'm always fascinated when if you can tell stories about cool about that, I, that, that I haven't already heard. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's really cool. So sometimes it makes me think less of a person, but a lot of times it makes me think more of them. And uh, yeah, I was telling my wife because she was like, "Well, what are the five movies?" I said, "My five movies I couldn't live. I, I would only have to be watched for the rest of my life. Or are real easy it would be uh, Big Trouble in China, Jaws, So I Married an Axe Murderer, uh, probably Escape from New York. And I would want a horror movie on there. I'm almost saying like Fright Night, maybe." It would, it would be difficult, you, man. Uh, Can you wing it right now for right us? Right now? Um, I know you could probably name a few at least. Last Dragon. Last Dragon for Terminator sure. 2. Um, Terminator 2 is one I probably wouldn't have known. Yeah, I, that's that's just a throwback. Jeez, um, I don't even know. Goodfellas would be a one I would almost want to put online. Mm. It's, it's difficult. Probably maybe like uh, you, Billy Madison. If we're the if these were the only movies you could watch for the rest of your life, you would have to go five different genres. Yeah, almost. absolutely. You would want a comedy in there. Yeah. You'd also want a horror movie or an action movie. I don't think so. Not you? You wouldn't pick a comedy doll? It Nothing was, funny in Dave's life for the rest of the time. <laughs> I wouldn't pick a single comedy, I don't think. I would pick Zodiac. I would pick Apocalypse Now, the redo. I would pick uh, JFK. I would pick... Uh, yeah, my last two would be difficult. Yeah. No comedies. You could do Caddyshack or something. I mean, no, those are big. That wouldn't be in my wouldn't five wouldn't movies. Wouldn't even be in the five. Huh? Nope. No comedy. You know what I saw? Five. You know what might be? All Presence Men. And... Uh, 
American Psycho. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? I could do that. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously, That's where you get your comedy. I seriously <laughs> could. I could Justin do that. goes Billy Madison. Yeah. Dave, probably. <laughs> Psycho. Probably. No. Uh, see, Donnie Darker would have to be on there because I have to watch those five. Mo- I watch those five movies every year. Yeah. At least one time. Yeah. Zodiac probably two times. JFK sometimes two times. Yeah. And that's kind of what I JFK go with my because list, ones that so I many, watch every year. I think Jaws would I, be You know why I like list. JFK? Because you get to see 50 actors yeah. mm-hmm. doing something great. It's true. It's a good There's one. There's so many people doing... That's why I need to... I could not live without uh, So I Married Next Murder. I'd probably watch that twice a year, too. That's my favorite comedy, and I, I could... That could be my only comedy on my list. I'd be Did you put it, Jaws on there? Yeah. yeah. Jaws would have to be on there. I'm going to watch that later today. It's my 4th yeah. July movie. I've been doing it for like 20 years, so if you're out there, watch them Jaws. I think Shark Week starts this week. Yeah, or I'm pretty sure, I'm sure it does. they time that. Yeah, they do. Fourth of July. Yeah, shark if week. we can get a, if we can get out of this weekend without a shark attack somewhere in this country, I would be freaking amazed because they are everywhere, man. Because the water's heating up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is that? <laughs> it's certainly not because of climate change. That's bullshit. That's that stuff news. don't exist. <laughs> All right, so that's five degrees out right now. <laughs> to the zero Trump fans that listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I doubt they are. We we parked tanks out of the side of Dave's house today in honor of Fourth of July. Yep. <laughs> we brought them in. <laughs> it was supposed to rain. It was in a DC. bargain at seventy five million dollars. It was supposed to downpour in DC. Good, with my so. greatest hope that 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 would happen too. So we'll I hope his to wig see. gets wet and falls. Yeah. Right I mean, but on Thursdays I never because I'm like I'm very in tune with what's this going is on. As political as uh, we get, by the way. Well, yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, it's Fourth of July. Daily, America. almost daily, America. I'm very in tune. I do like that word though. I don't say it because it sounds moronic. Terrible. I get all my news from Twitter, so I usually know what's going on at all times. Is that a good source? But on, yeah. No, I'm asking. It depends who you follow. If you follow the right people, it's all about what people are retweeting, you know? And I have have like 150 people that literally, if something major happens, all I have to do is check Twitter. Mm -hmm. And that's even locally because I follow like Alachua, like the ASO, and then you follow like the other things, and they update you. You know what I've noticed? Having been in the newspaper industry almost my entire life, in news gathering industries, I literally have to go read a story from four different sources yeah. to be able to, to get, get the what the thing. whole story is right, about. Yeah. Because you're not going to read Huffington Post and get anything close True. to something that Fox News is going to put out. Right. Yeah. Well, that's why, I, it, and it's even to kind of piggyback on that, it even helps if it's you're seeing someone's actual words. <laughs> yeah. You know, if, if, some, if you see the words coming out of somebody's mouth, there's no denying that that's something other than it is, you know? Yeah. So, all right. Well, for, happy Fourth of Happy Fourth of July. July. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Like, hey, it's still a great country. Yeah, we live in a great country. I Absolutely. I, I'm super. I would like. Unfortunately, thankful. during I this like to visit July. other countries to yeah. enjoy what they do better than us. Yeah, but like I said, unfortunately, on this Fourth of July, we have to look at past. <laughs> uh, we're in a rough spot. Uh, yeah, maybe we can listen. Spot, maybe right. we can listen to this in five years. Yeah, and be like, we can only go up where we were. Right then? Yeah, right. You would think we could only go up from here. You know, yeah. and uh, that's what I like to say to myself. <laughs> That's what I tell my wife to get her through it. <laughs> I said, don't worry. It was funny. I had this thought. I was like, I bet you could redub all the president's men, cut out the break-in, mm-hmm. and then redub it about them finding something out about Trump. Yeah. You could overdub all the... Li- and it would be just as great of a movie, meeting somebody in a uh, parking garage and deep throat. That's about. a good summer project for somebody to do. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't even have to you'd leave your desk. All right, next week, and we have alluded to it a couple times during the pod, next week we're going to do indie flicks, man. Those great movies, and there are so many in the 90s. I think I think three of mine are all from, like, 98 or 99. Uh, the 90s had some great indie movies. And these are any movies that aren't blockbusters, you know, these small movies. Some of them 
became blockbusters. Uh, some of them became blockbusters. But they didn't but start out that there's way. Some of them that you probably haven't heard of. I don't think we're going to add like a good example like Shattered Glass is such a great indie flick with great yeah. actors in it, but a lot of people have not seen it. They don't know shit about it, and it's just it's a shame. And I think next week's pod, more than anyone, any pod, if we can keep it somewhat spoiler-free, would be a good pod to show people because it's one of those pods that most people aren't going to know the movies we talk about we're, we're doing spoilers or we're not doing spoilers? it would be good not to do spoilers to keep it uh to pretty spoil. spoiler free not major spoilers like uh not gonna ruin like identity or stuff like that okay. it's not on there but you you look like you got a face like you were ready to ruin some shit i want to ruin my movies half of my indie movies are based off the fact that there's this an event within the movie that takes place that blows your mind I didn't that they your, don't your do in a formulaic movie. Mm-hmm. I don't Maybe think they don't. No, I don't think there's any on that list. That I don't know what shocking, my list is. Yeah, you're yeah. looking at my ah. list, but it's the, not the list. <laughs> <laughs> so that will happen. And then uh, after that, we're, uh, we're closing on 100. I know after that, we've got the uh, the character actresses, which you're going to want to tune in to because a lot of great flicks that we'll be talking about. Then we're going to do animals in film, kind of any movie that focus uh, has a focus on animals. Uh, going on there, Lassie, Flipper, whatever. They were made movies. Were they movies? Yeah, yeah. Flipper. Yeah, Paul Hogan, man. You want to bring it? Bring it. Talk Paul, <laughs> Paul Hogan. Hogan. I'll talk Paul Hogan with you all day long, man. It's <laughs> national treasure. Yeah, <laughs> you could do Crocodile Dundee. That was a, if an animal pod, you know. Yeah. Speaking of which, movie, the, <laughs> the guy that plays Kenny Powers. Why am I can't remember? Danny McBride. Name. Danny McBride has a great remember, series coming out. Remember they were doing the uh, commercials for. Australia tourism, yeah. but oh, you yeah. thought it was yeah. going to be a new Crocodile Dundee off. movie. Yeah, it did kind of piss me off. I thought they should have done it. Still, I thought they should have let it come chance. out as a as a joke. But yet tomorrow, say it's going to be in the theater next week. Yeah, it'll blow people. He could have. He could have oh, been right. They could have kept time. it. Yeah. I guess it's tough to keep something like that. Still, secret. we got like a five ten year window where they could still come out and do that. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. You <laughs> might not be able to afford. <laughs> you're Chris Helmsworth. Yes. Really? <laughs> yes. Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> Dan McBride has an awesome show coming co- coming out on HBO called The Righteous Gemstones about three generations of uh, evangelists, like douchebag evangelists. Oh, and John, that's right up his alley. John Goodman is the head one, and then Danny McBride is the next one, and then below that is the really funny guy. You probably, I don't know his name, but he was he's in Modern Family. He was the really funny guy in Pitch Perfect, and he plays the younger one, and it's going to be epic when it comes out so i can't wait it's gonna be really good same guys that uh, brought you like uh eastbound and down oh, nice. and all and uh vice principals and ran really funny stuff too if you like kenny if you like i almost you gotta like him. i almost called him kenny powers <laughs> if you like danny mcbride you'll love it i tropic thunder sure. was one of his so good man <laughs> foot fist away i love foot fist away yeah all right well that's it for this week so until next week, wait, I forgot to give you our information. <laughs> I tried to forget it. Time. No, I've only, I, I did forget it once. Did you forget it Yeah, once? I did forget it once. So if you this wanna... is like a half forget. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like when you lock your keys in the car, and right before the door shuts, like, you oh, realize shit. your keys are in the car, but you can't do anything about uh, it. That's what, that's what just happened. And stop. <laughs> and stop. <laughs> If you want to get a hold of us, you can check us out on Facebook, Fascinated with Films. You can uh, shoot us an email at uh, fascinatedwithfilms at gmail.com. You can also give us a like or a comment on SoundCloud or iTunes. Has any one episode blown up recently that you've noticed? Uh, like, Like three episodes ago. Got like a huge run on a for whatever nice. re- whatever reason. You know? you, do you ever, and I'm only do you ever s- look the countries up again to oh, see? Oh yeah, where, I can tell you countries. Where, you can say is it usually it moves from country to country depending on the subject? Um, I, it's hard to say. 
uh, sometimes it's all over the place, like France and uh, Germany, and uh, it's it's all over the place. It if we can get, on, to and a, I'm not getting. If we can get to a thousand listeners, we can get uh, fifty bucks an episode for sponsorships. Yeah, uh, we would have a problem with. Uh, with the clips we use at the beginning of the uh, episodes. Well, we'd have to, if way. someone's going to give us 50 bucks, we're taking them clips out. <laughs> I have to, we can do, I'd have to hide them in, in the middle. We can act it out. Well, we'll act it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like drunk history style? Yeah. No, what, what was the movie where they... This, we're going way past. This is like a bonus feature. <laughs> I was already saying What was the fun. one with the, the video store? They remade the movie. Be Kind Rewind. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't as good as it could have been, but yeah, it was still good. Uh. <laughs> All right, I'm leaving this. I'm taking this out, man. All right. All right. Till next week. See ya. Peace. Bye. I'm going to take medieval on your ass. Yeah, I remember that movie. <laughs>